Shooter, Shoot and Scoot, the Blazer War Team Yankee Federation Nam and Great World Podcast that tries to make sense of the weird and wonderful world of 15mm wargaming with our tongues firmly in our cheeks, our pants as flat to the ground, and our dice, more often than not, failing to shoot and scoot every episode. We invite you to join us on our many hobby misadventures on Facebook and on the blog at BreakthroughAssault.co.uk and to shop online at Battlefield Hobbies because Hammy can refight and win World War II in 30 minutes flat. No, no, no lie. True that. If nice dice your vice, then be sure to check out, check out Dice of War, our dice sponsor here at Shoot and Scoot. And if you need bunkers to bust or autobahns to go too fast on, then also head over to frontlineterrain.square.site, our awesome terrain sponsor. Kareem, Kareem. Thank you very much. If you would like to contribute to this continued failed cross-check of our podcast, you can now also become a patron supporter by following the link on the Breakthrough Assault blog. Pay £1 a month for your chance to also become internet famous. I'm Eddie Fez-Turner, broadcasting from somewhere in the south of England. I'm joined by my co-host, Duncan Half-Pint Nimrod Gosling. There's a lot more water in these turrets than I first thought. <laughs> and Lee, payment upfront professional painter, Parnell. So I'm, I'm going to start putting things on eBay as, as pro-painting, where they're clearly just undercoated and maybe a yeah. dry brush. Pro-painted army that's half a platoon. <laughs> Come on, Eddie. Welcome to episode 89, the one where we blinded by the lights. Blinded Lee, what are we talking about tonight? Do, 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 do. Um, tonight we are talking about Faces Basic, uh, sorry, Internet Famous, or welcome our new patrons. Um, Faces Basis, where we talk about what we've been painting. News from the front, where you guys will tell us what you've been up to at Carivory. Mm. Um, and then we will be looking at the command cards from Berlin Soviets, and then we'll go for events. So, Eddie, welcome! Please welcome our new patrons. Our new patrons, who we think we've already done, but we're going to do them again just to be sure, is Soren Peterson. Um, who... Guess who's back? Guess back who's again. back again? Uh, I thought he was—he's not Azerbaijani, is he? That was that, that that accent was, wasn't it? Soren Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I'm going to go fix this utter derailment of the podcast. What? <laughs> You've gone all uh, Borat. You can smish. Oh, you can smish. Yeah. Welcome to my podcast. Oh, no. Um, no, I mean, you know, I wish he was Azerbaijani because then maybe he wouldn't paint it as good. Just maybe have more the entirety oil. of the Azerbaijani hobby community there. Sorry. If you listen to this podcast now, Azerbaijan, please do message us at uh, fez at breakthroughassault.co.uk. Um, Welcome back, Soren. Stop painting so nicely, please. <laughs> I mean, no, it's great. It's, you know, that's 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 awesome. And we're still waiting for the fur, furry mount, mountain pigs to be on the Oskarberjega bases. So. The what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> did I, did you, did you, oh, you went on the on the on the school that night, were you? Yes. In the uh, quiet words of the Virgin Mary, come again. Come again. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, one of the benefits from being on our, our podcast, but. Um, Sponsor. So actually, do, do the next guy, then we'll discuss it there. Actually, yeah. Um, Richard, uh, Richard Steer, as in, as in the cow, male cow, mad cow, yeah. Richard Mad Cow Steer. Thank you very much. I mean, both these people are, are are providing us with well, and and all of our existing patrons are providing us with the funds we need to um, capture this magic, obviously that we create. Once every could, blue moon. Could I just ask for a clarification? So, if someone was to to suspend their membership to the Patreon and then sign up again almost instantly, they'd get a shout out every week or every time Dun- we record. Duncan. I mean, it's an efficient way of doing it, but sure. This is, <laughs> just this asking, is why, our memory's not great. This is why we don't let you be a. 
we, yeah. we talked about this, Duncan. <laughs> just start trolling myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then I just get progressively worse at the name. So <laughs> that would be it. But you'd have to come up. Duncan yeah, Gooseman. I just wondered. No, it's the it's uh, oh what the gem one. I've got to find that. I've got to find my my wrestling name. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> That was so good. So, I mean, that was like that next was level. We'll come on to that. Peak. Peak 23. Anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. One of the benefits of being our um, patron is you get access to our lovely Discord, Monty's Meat Grinder, where we can share your share your interest in various subjects, including Flames of War, but also we have um, little sub-discords for wrestling, Formula One, um, other games from outside the Battlefront stable. Mm-hmm. But um, we also have a video, um, a voice chat slash video. It does do video as well. The um, painting often, chat. The painting chat, yes. And the other night, it happened to be one of the busy nights. We had both Sorin, um, Mike Everest, Mike Robertson. I want to say someone else. I'm going to apologise for m- m- misremembering who it was. It might be Jeff. Um, Martin? I don't think Mike was on. Uh, Martin joined later. I don't think it was on at that point. Anyway, okay. so Mike um, Everest has, has fallen in love with Sorin's um, Geberjäger to the point of actually. Yeah, Sorin as well. He's one of his man crushes. Surprise, he's a pretty man. Um, well, yeah, exactly. Um, and Sorin was saying about how he was doing sheep on the bases because he couldn't get hold of any 50 millimeter goats. And he, just, <laughs> and he just said, he also got pigs. He also got pigs in the pack, but he couldn't use them. And it was brilliant because Mike goes, goes, well, I'm going to stop you there. Because actually you're going to find Italy was actually a furry mountain pig. And everyone goes, what? what? And Mike goes, yeah, no, Mike. And Mike, then Mike puts a photo up in the Discord of his, <laughs> of his, of his hairy mountain pig that, that apparently is in the Italian Alps. Hello, Mr. Everest. Welcome to Mastermind. Your chosen subject, <laughs> especially subject, is uh, yeah. furry mountain animals of Southern Europe. <laughs> Is that just not like a, a, a like a name for a, a big chunky man with a beard? <laughs> the likes being with other chunky men with beards. I know, but now I want to do a super furry animals tribute band called Super Furry Mountain Pigs. So, <laughs> super furry mountain pig. That's that's glorious. If you don't know what super furry yeah. animals is, go ask your parents. Um, more average, <laughs> more fur than the average mountain pig. Yep. Um, Spotify. Spotify. Favourite playlist, Mountain Animals. <laughs> Mountain Animals, that's a completely different category. <laughs> <laughs> if you're lucky, you get taxidermy pictures. If you're not, oh well. You have to go to very it, specialist what? parts of the internet. Um, yes, uh, yes. Is it this part of the evening? I wish to say hello to our GCHQ case handlers. <laughs> All I'm saying is dark web. Um <laughs> Is that we turn the lights off? Um, <laughs> like it's Garth, Garth Maringi's Darth Web, dark web, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. So yeah, come come be, if you want to in on this hard uh, question your sanity. If you do, then yeah, come join come join our um, lovely little patrons. F- fun and frivolity for uh, all the family. Um, <laughs> so kind of Game of Thrones that. kind of way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Nice day for a red wedding. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, faces bases. So, Duncan, what have you been painting or tipping your um, water all over, as the case may be? Is this that wet blending I keep hearing talk about? No, I hope it's not because it's really frustrating if it is. Um, no, I have painted uh, another storm group 
for my Russians. Yep. So I've now got two two storm groups. So I'm just doing the bases on them now. Uh, so that gets me Berlin ready. Woo! Yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit disappointed with the Berlin pre-order because it's in phases again. So even the direct-only stuff is in phases. So I've got to wait till everything's out before I can order anything. Boo! They've got to keep the hype train going somehow. But is that the hype train? Like, Surely the hype train would just be something else that you'd have to need to buy. It's the opposite of a well, hype the, train. I mean... I'd it's imagine a frustration train. The, the, the sad, the sad thing is, I'd imagine all the stock is sitting in the warehouse. I see. You know, because yeah. why, why would you ship it separately? Um, it's not making it better. One, one, big, one, one big shipping container from Malaysia. Yeah. So yeah, it's good. Yeah, it could be, it could be worse. Okay. They could have replaced all of their picking staff with robots and have the massive delays that Games Workshop's been doing. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or sending out um, limited edition prints instead of transfer sheets. What did you see that? Yes. Yeah, some someone ordered uh, three or four copies of like a Night Lords transfer sheet, yeah. and uh, Games Workshop sent them uh, five copies of uh, the limited print of Angron. Nice, that were numbered, and then they complained and they went, "Don't worry about it, don't worry about it, we'll sort it out," and did exactly the same thing again. Right. So he ended up with like ten limited edition for uh, like uh, prints. <laughs> And they said, uh, "Can we send you the uh, like name and, and contact details for the nearest store, like manager, so you can return the prints?" And he went, <laughs> <laughs> "No, you, you, yeah, you sent them to me. These are worth far more yes. than like transfer sheets. Uh, unlucky. <laughs> you can just hear, hear this kind of silent gulp on the other end. Oh, 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 oh no! Oh, 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 I'm getting fired, aren't I? <laughs> um, but yeah, so." That's they've been done, but they're they are they looking quite spicy. I quite like the Berlin Red Banner rifles with the because you can have three storm groups if you really want. Yeah, if you really want to like go that storm. I've, I mean, two's bad enough. They are expensive. I think they're about seventeen. So we need to get we need to get the urban before. board sorted out, don't we? So we yeah. can ref, refight some Stalingrad stuff, especially after the yeah. we'll have uh, we have ways of making you talk Stalingrad extravaganza. Yes, that was quite an impressive amount of information that came my that way. That was. That was very good. Um, so, it, the, and obviously a lot of those buildings will translate over to Berlin. Berlin. Mm-hmm. Ich bin ein Berliner. Berlin. So, and the other thing I've painted is my first Toldy company um, and Panzer Four platoon for my Hungarians. You've just christened them, haven't you? I have. I've thrown, I've thrown a large amount of water over them. I, I was thinking I can get those finished. <laughs> That'd be really nice. But now they're soaking wet, and I need to dry them with a hairdryer. So, so there is that. Uh, unfortunate. Um, I didn't paint these, but a bit of a shout out for Stuart Miniature Realms. He painted up some stukas for me, so I've got both kinds of stukas now available. Uh... So I, 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 when I say he paint, kindly painted some up for him, I mean I, I gave him like cash and and he said all right i'll paint these for you yeah. and i went okay thank you uh any chance he could get them done this year and he went well i'm fully booked for this year but we'll see but no that was um but i i, I love the planes i'm not i'm confident about painting some but not others and i think the sneakers were a bit but yeah those, they looked a bit scary to me love all the kind of scheme so have you got like um but have you got all the stukas in both like eastern front camera but also desert camo not yet. No, they were all in the eastern front. Desert's coming. But I've got the cannons and the bombs. Nice. So I don't know why I bother getting cannons, because the 14 points of nonsense. Completeness. Uh, That's what. 
It is. I actually had a look at the revised points uh, when they got locked, hoping that they might have done something with them. And <laughs> no. They had not. And then I looked at the Rudell card as well from Midwar. Do you remember how much he is on top of the Canon Steve? Rudy. Is he in Midwar? Mm-hmm. He is in Midwar. Right. I don't remember. Any guesses? He's six points. Oh so you add them to 14 points on the Stukas. 20, you get 20 points. 20 points. Do you know what he does? You get to re-roll one missed hit, and you get to re-roll one failed firepower check. And come on on like a two plus, right? Right? Nope. Nope. <laughs> no. No, no. No, he oh. still just turns up. Why? Oh, it's just, I don't know. I just thought, oh. Oh, there we go. Spreadsheet of lies. Unlike you, Barfront, I'm not air power advocates. Yes. <laughs> no, no, we'll get onto that later. But yeah, I'm liking, I'm liking the planes now. They're they're the answer to the question that no one's answering. <laughs> no one's asking you. Mean? No, no, no one's answering it. There's lots of questions about, you know, how do you take out or how do you stop the SS King Tigers? Oh, I see what you're saying. And there's a lot, of, there's a lot of silencio about that because you're like, oh, just flank them. Oh, right, okay, go on then. Uh, oh. me. See, I don't think airplanes are the answer yeah. because if you're anything like me, you're already within eight inches by turn two. Yeah, but it keeps you honest. Keeps That's me the honest. Thing. No, I've already driven towards you like a lunatic. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit disappointing. Nothing can touch them from the front. I don't think that's historically accurate. I have. But there we go. Uh, I think it is sort of accurate. I'm try- I think, I don't think, and someone's going to correct me on this, there's any record of a King Tiger being penetrated in the combat conditions from the front. At all. At all. It's a huge amount of armor. Wow, okay. Certainly on the Western Front. I'm pretty sure on the Eastern Front, but... You know, I mean, that's that, that, that's the kind of thing that their shortcomings are that they never got to the battlefields they needed rather than... Yeah, yeah, no but yeah, there, if there are a few yeah. intense tank at a time when your entire all resources are now owned by the Red Army. Yeah. Uh... I would love... That could have been a fantastic Berlin command car when we come on to it. Low fuel. You can only move your King Tigers twice now. Oh, unlucky. Oh, <laughs> Tense tactical. Yeah, make the most of it. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, and two plus morale. Oh, yeah, it's, it's it's tactical with a two plus counter attack. Isn't it two plus cross as well? Um, it's either two or three. It's, 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 it quite comfortably crosses most terrain. Comfortably numb. Yeah. I, no I feel like that some of those. It's not a Churchill. I feel like some of those cross checks are a bit wonky sometimes. I do love a Churchill with a cross here. What, as in over we go? Automatic. Yep. <laughs> I want to go there. <laughs> so that yeah, that's that's been me. Oh, and I painted a Dark Angels Leviathan Dreadfront Dreadnought. There we go. That's the other thing I painted for Horus Heresy. Nice. There you go. Busy, busy, busy as always. Yeah. Yeah, ticking over, ticking over nicely. How's, uh, how's the commission going, Lee? Wonderful. Um, yeah, so I'm just, get, I'm just nearly finished on the second tranche of the commission by doing the um, German armour and the guns to go with the gun teams already painted. So I finished off the um, Grandier platoon and the Pack 40 and Pack 36 gun crews. So now I'm doing the Pack 36 and the Pack 40 plus four Panzer fours and three Panther... Vesta Panthers, I'm guessing they're Panther Ds, but I've been asked to paint them in an ambush scheme like a Panther G. Oh. And, you know, just on the smile, because that's what, that's, what, that's what the customer asked for. Um, I don't think Zvesta do a Panther D. 
Well, I don't know. It's, it's, it's certainly not a pan for G, cause, but uh, I'm not sure what pan for it is. It's it's not, I think it's the early pattern. So it's got it might be an A. Because yeah. D is the first one, then it's D, A, and then it's... Yeah, D D's the, the training one. It has a, a vertical um, MG post box, right, letterbox slot. That's what it's got. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, okay. Yeah, RDs then. Yeah. Has, the back, hasn't got the, the ball. The the ball armor. Like the, the ball mount. No, it's it's weird. It literally just you poke the MG out and it opens up like a letterbox. Cycle. I want to say early A's the same thing. They and they got retrofitted with the ball. The um oh. ball armor later. I don't, I, I don't think case, it's as flat as saying only in, D's in had it. Case, I think it's the rear, the angle of the rear hole over the rear track section is a difference as well. One of them okay. is flat. The other one has a slight downgrade, but that's it's got a slight downgrade. So whichever one, whichever one has a slight yeah, downgrade, I think they've probably got A's. There we are, and Panther A's. Okay, early early production Panther A's. That's what I'm doing, but painting like cheese. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, paint's paint. But I am quite happy how to chip it. I did. I did I'm trying to do that um, two stage chipping where you go with like a light color, and then you do fill it in with the, like the black brown to get the rusty impact. But it's worked really well on the Panzers because they're basically just painted plain dunkle gelb with a like a green, irregular green stripes on them. Mm. It's worked less well on the much busier ambush scheme. I, I think it's just because, like I said, the ambush scheme is busier, so it tends to get lost into it more. Um, but yeah, it's going well. I should have them finished by the end of the month, and I'll get them out, do something else, and I've got the, um, the last tranche, which the paratroops do. Ooh. I'm dead. I'm definitely saying no to anything else that might get, get requested. So I'm so, done. That's it. I'm no, I'm, I got my pro painter status. Pro painter status and that's it. You're I'm re- retiring. Re- retiring undefeated. <laughs> so, so the Zvezda box I'm looking at now is that mm-hmm. Panzer V, Alst A Panther. On the box art, that's blatantly a G model because <laughs> it's got the ball turret. Yeah. Um, it's got the sloping back. Of the uh, the rear armor above the rear tracks. If you click on the actual model, then it's um yeah got the letterbox opening and <laughs> and the flat back. So yep. what? Well, that's like when they um, released the released the um, cruiser tank Crusader, which is actually an A thirteen. Yeah. And then the um, Dame the armor car, which is a dingo. <laughs> oh, it's Dame the dingo. Other than that. But yeah, I, I, that that one's lesser less of a stretch. But um, calling calling A thirteen Crusader was somewhat of a Oh, Panthers. Why are you so crap? Side armor five. Just... Ugh. It's it's really it's re- literally all it is. I suppose, it's, to be honest, it's not even that. It's the cost. Yeah. It's just points. Mm-hmm. It's just pure points. Yeah, overpointing for what they do. It's not that they they don't do what they're not effective tanks. They're just overpointing for what they do. Well, this is it. They, they, and the other thing is that they don't really operate on a table that's only six foot by four foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need to be able to shoot for as long as possible, as far as possible. Use all 14 inches them... of your range. Yeah. Exactly. Or oh, all, all 40, 40 inches, inches all at mm-hmm. once. Yeah. God damn it, Lee. That, is, that looks really nice. Thank you. Just... Yeah, he's quite a good painter. I don't know if you've noticed. Yeah, well, he's professional, don't you know? <laughs> oh, a professional. <laughs> We've got paid money. Does, does that mean he... I was going to say, does he do other things for for money well, as well? I mean, we've managed to make this... it. We managed to make it eighty nine episodes, keeping our uh, clear rating <laughs> on iTunes. <Yeah. laughs> 
he can he, he can suck a golf ball through a garden hose for three pound fifty. <laughs> Take the train with a trailer hitch. Um... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my green hat gone? I'll be needing that later. <laughs> anyway, meanwhile, back at the point. So, yeah, uh, Eddie, what have you been painting? Eddie, was, what have you been painting? Apart from the town red. Yeah. I'm trying to think, actually. Did you pay anything for Cravery last minute? No, it's been a bit weird because, well, Cravery, I took my um, uh, ETC list basically again. Yeah, half that. It was a half page, wasn't it? Do you need to like finish it off? Um, no, it was pretty good. Okay. I think I picked, I, I found the one tyre that I missed on an armoured car and painted that. <laughs> I just managed to miss one wheel. It was just, oh, okay. Um, no, I think, I think, I don't think I've actually, because I did a massive load of Lord of the Rings stuff. Did you not do what you always do with the, uh, uh, the, your, like, competition armies and say you got it to a certain standard and then you said you'll come back to it? I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that's just life though, isn't it? I, I get, that's, that's the, my approach to, to being an adult is I get things to a certain standard and so I come back to them. Um, no, I think the only thing I've, Hobby wise, I've done is build um, some of my dungeon bowl. Yeah. Dungeon bowl, super cool. What's the What's the difference? Uh, it's in a dungeon. Apart from ones in a dungeon, <laughs> yeah. Is it got? Is it still got like all the um, the treasure yep. chests and stuff? Where you open, you have so to find the ball it, and yeah, all so that. Mixed teams. It's American football, but fantasy. Ah. Yeah. So the 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 teams are done by wizard colleges. So they they've mixed up all of the different um, Warhammer races. Um, and also the Warhammer, uh, sorry, not the Warhammer races, but the, the, the different teams. So like you can't have Skaven big, like rat ogres with the normal Skaven. So they've actually split up the different, not just the teams, but the unit types. Okay. Or not, sorry, team players, types of players in there. Um, yeah. So very, very spoiled. Um, I bought uh, Tacey and lovely Valentine's Day card. Um, did she, did she like her new windscreen wipers as well from from Cheryl? I thought I was doing all right because I went and got a nice fancy uh, fancy bespoke one from from the from, what windscreen wipers from, from the Tinterweb. And uh, yeah, no, one, and she ended up giving me this amazing um, Lego picture frame, which has some of our like romantic wedding pictures on, but in Lego blocks that you build up. To form a little like Lego wall, that was fun, and uh, and you know just just dungeon bowl, just a massive hobby toy. Oh weird. yeah, I know. So uh, so we went over to we went out to a fancy dinner on Valentine's Day night, and uh, she didn't pay a thing. But hobby wise, uh, all I've done yeah. is built some dwarves. That's it. It's been a bit lacking. Oh dear. Um, Never mind. Yeah. Hey, what's hey. up with? I mean, you know, it's still it's only half a month in. Month and a half in. <laughs> half a month in. It's, it is February, it is, right? I think it's February. Jeez, what's going on this year? It is, yeah, mid February. So we just passed the, mile, the, the war game milestone, it's Carivery, which um, brings us quite nicely on to news from the front. Oh, yeah, we played some games there, didn't we, Dunk? Did yeah. we? When was that? Oh yeah, Caravari, yes. <laughs> I thought you meant generally. generally. I was going to say no, yeah. 
It's been a somewhat yeah. fallow month for actually wargaming outside Carivarium, to be Try. honest, especially for me. But yeah, but you guys, yeah. he's got a bunch of games in, so. We did. Um, I've, I've documented the most important stats from all of my games. I don't know about you, Eddie, but uh, I know exactly how many things my Sturmovics killed in every single game. <laughs> <laughs> and what turns they turned up. So I've got all the stats for that because that's important. So that's science, right? That is that is important. Statistical science, yeah. yeah. So it's all the sciences all at once. So, yeah, that was quite interesting. So you took... I think overall, you took, yeah, it was You quite, took your Soviets... I did. I was the only Soviet player. Hobby hipster, bro. Uh, that made me. That made so you, you me. Won yeah, that best was Soviet general by uh, by default, which is always a good start. <laughs> no, he lost. He lost best Soviet general. <laughs> no, no, no. It was just like it was just like in real life. There was only one Soviet general left. Uh, everyone else was in a gulag. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Zhukov turned up about halfway through and took over. Showed me how to do things properly. No, uh, I thought that was. I, th- I did think that was quite <laughs> quite an interesting uh, stat. Just that, that that just shows, I think, how on their ass the Soviets really are. You know, in terms of gameplay, that, or or the, the perception of them is. Let's put it that way. That no one wants to to bring them. Yeah, I mean, I, the perception is right because sorry. they are still very hard. They. They're just a bit, they're just a tiny bit expensive, I think, for what they do. I think, I think the problem is that they don't get any of the nice, um, cheap ways to do things that other, other armies do. So every, everything's a bit expensive, and you kind of run out of points. But oh, I was very happy with them. I enjoy, thoroughly enjoy playing uh, Soviets all the way through. Cool, and you. I was, I was waiting for Eddie to say something, but he's no, I was sorry. Yeah. <laughs> right, we know what you took already with your your, your cheese list. The fine, apparently the, the last ride of the Rohirrim for the, uh, no, the ETC it's list. Not because you are always right, Duncan. You should know this by now. Why? Where's well, it you going? said, "Oh, you'll find a reason to keep." You know, you'll come back to them. You'll come back to it. You'll figure something out. And I mm-hmm. realised that in all the games that I've been playing with my. Brit partisan recce crocodile cheesemonger list. Yeah, as a uh, also known as the fromage baguette. Yeah, yeah. the flaming yeah. fromage baguette. Oh, this one's got yeah. cranberry joint. <laughs> this one's got teeth in it. Um, I've missed a massive trick, and I'm, I'm actually quite upset that the level of oh, game no, I've been playing. Done. I've missed this. So the missions, you know, it, it's. Playing the um, playing the list with a manoeuvre stance, meaning you have to attack and sometimes defend, which it can do quite happily, and it's quite a good set of missions for that list. Mm-hmm. On the attacking missions, there've been times where you know I've, the infantry are partisans, so you know one platoon's hit on fours, but then also has crap yep. courage to motivate to unpin if he gets hit by artillery. Yeah, and the other platoon is hit on um, threes. But it's fearless for for, um, you know, for rallying. And half the time, they would struggle to get close, you know, when I'm on the attack, to cross the open ground to get there. Right. Right. And then, 
So okay. in the list, I have two, well, four units of Recce and a Recce HQ. Mm-hmm. Two of those units are Universal Carriers, who can quite happily cross-country dash 20 inches and then follow me at the <laughs> other end. You, you, did you think about putting them in them? And now I've just realised that they're tank teams. So, of course, each of those Universal Carriers can carry three passengers. So I could have put mm-hmm. both my platoons of infantry on my bloody scouting hit on four. I remember you asking me this the other night, was there? Well, that's when it came to me, and I'm just like, yeah. I've been so stupid. How many games would it have, have they been got, great? Have they, got, have they actually got carry capacity, though, no. on the, no, on the unit? Because Why passengers ride it? on tanks. Any armoured tank team can carry three infantry as passengers. The downside is, any if anything hits the tank team, it yeah. also hits every passenger it has. However, talking, it, yeah, so. the infantry platoon is hit on threes. The universal carriers are hit on fours and scout. So if they're in terrain, which they're going to be, otherwise you wouldn't do it, they're hit <laughs> on sixes. And at that point, you kind of go, Yes, okay, artillery still sucks. However, I've now made my infantry dash move 20. Yeah, and you still get your full save. So and you, get, you still you, get a free up save against it. If you, get, if you take a hit, your save is no worse than if you've been walking across the field. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the difference being is... You yeah, your hit on's better. I'm, 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 fully avoc- I'm fully agreeing with what you're saying here, by the way. Yeah, so, yeah. So. No, no, I get that. But against artillery, you're hit on fours, and every successful four gets them three automatic hits. Well, that's true. That's the downside. Yeah. Because they, had, they only had to hit the one tank team to hit three of your infantry stands. However, yeah, I just can't believe I've missed it. Be, you know, That seems really good. And it, 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 it's totally gamey. It's totally ETC nonsense, because it is... Why does having a load of guys hanging off the back of a universal carrier still give it scale? You know, running the rules, you're shooting the tank team. Mm. The tank team is hit on fours with scout. So, okay, I kind of want to give it a swing with that in as well because I think that might in the in the games where I didn't get anywhere, that might have been a big factor in, you know, which, which we'll come, come on to. to. Yeah. Oh God. Yes. Yes, we will. <laughs> Eddie and I might have played mm-hmm. each other. Yeah, I mean that would have made a huge difference in that game as well. Well, I, I mean, I, I at the end of day one, I was, I was, I was rooting for you guys. You're looking, you're both looking quite good. But uh, yeah, right. So, talk about your games, guys. So, talk about Cryvery, your first game. Yeah, so Cryvery was it was the it was hundred points with forty points swap because the missions are dictated. And it's one of the things I do like the missions dictated by the table. So you get to the table with your opponent, and the mission has been. The terrain has been set out for a mission. Freedom. The mission's on the table. That's the mission you're playing. Determining the attacker or defender is done by your formation command teams. So if your formation command team is just tank teams, you score two points for being the attacker. If you have a tank and an infantry team, so like an armoured you know, rifle unit with a half-track and a rifle stand, that's one point. And then if you are infantry at zero... So whoever has the most points in their force is the attacker. That makes sense. It only only really matters if you you know basically tanks attack mech attack infantry like the old school version three. It only really matters if you have more than one formation. 
not a lot of people did, so it didn't really come up. Um, so there are times where you could find yourself on a mission that has deep reserves with a tank force defending against another tank force, because if you tied, you rolled off for the attacker, which is exactly what happened in my turn one. Um, I was against, you know, obviously my... It, it, it's another cheesy, you know, cheesy thing in that, yes, my, my auto-attacking tank team of one day the car <laughs> versus Panthers. And it's a roll-off for who attacks. Um, and then that meant that I was attacking against a German Panther company and he was defending with deep reserves, which meant he had on the board a platoon of three Panthers, three, two Werbel wins and a, a rifle company, uh, sorry, rifle platoon. And that was it against the entirety of my force. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the point where I realized I messed up because what I did was I was worried about facing other King Tigers. So I focused on the King Tigers and said, well, at that point, I'll drop, you know, I dropped the um, my mortars, I dropped um, the crocodiles, I dropped the avaries, and I put in typhoons. Right. Because I was like, well, um, oh, and, uh, and a platoon of comets. Mm-hmm. With the idea being, if I'm against King Tigers, that would give me a fast-moving reserve that can actually do something against tanks rather than Wait, just... you had comets, did you? Yeah, yeah, I had my comets in my B yeah. list. Oh, but right, cool. What that actually did was reduced all of my... I had no templates. Yeah. Which, Which you I only realised when I was deploying turn one, going, this is really stupid. This is the only template I have is Typhoons. Oh, God, if I have to dig out infantry, I'm screwed. Um... Well, you're, not, you're not screwed. You no, I haven't. Crocodiles. No, I've got some reserve. Oh, no, they come out, yeah. I bid them off mm. to get the comments in. I, I literally dropped... I was so focused oh. on tigers that I dropped all of my templates. And I, it was just a stupid... I only played it that one time against the Panthers where I knew I needed the HE. Not HE, the um, AT. So, uh, yeah. Ended up playing, and it was a lengthways mission... I should have written it down because I can't remember it now because it's been more than five minutes. Um, but essentially, uh, the guy I was playing against is a really nice guy. Really, you know, played lots of games. Um, but we discussed afterwards he'd already given up because in his head with his Panther company, if he had deep reserves, he'd lose the game. So he deployed really defensively and left one of the objectives that I placed out in the open totally unguarded. So, of course, in my turn one, I'm like, well, I'm just going to dash forward and follow me and have three recce platoons sat on the objective. Mm-hmm. So the start of my turn two, I'm contesting. And this is a game where you have to wait to turn six to win, I presume? No. Okay. So I checked. I said, are the objectives, you, know, you know the objectives are live? Yeah, yeah, I know the objectives are live. Because he deployed his infantry on the back objective. He deployed everything at the back of the board. So it's pretty, there's nothing he could really do to move forward and contest it. But that's because in his head, it already quit. It was like, oh, well, you know, my, why, why drag it out? Um, so, essentially, I got an 8-1 on turn two. Because I was on the objective. Mm. Typhoons came in, bailed out a panther. Um, he killed two M10s with the panthers. And then that was it. That was, the game was over before it even sort of begun. Um, so, it's, you know... I, 
pointed out the obvious mistake. Uh, you know, I said, "Are you sure? Are you aware that the objective is alive? You know, are you aware that I can move this far?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah," and then you know, had given up. So, uh, uh, so it's a really weird mindset to on your first, yeah, first game of the tournament. I, I get what uh, you're right. Yes, you got the undrivable something of having reserves, but. Yeah, it reserves, I, but I know. I know. That's, I pointed that's a... out, deploy the inf- if you deployed the infantry there, you know, you've got he also wasted all his minefields on the other flank in, in a big line that I could just drive around. Oh. So it's just a case of he hadn't really thought about what he was doing and was just there to play roll dice and have fun, I think. That's um, fine. That's, yeah, that's exactly. my mindset so to these things, yeah. The game was over, and then I discussed, yeah, this is how I would do it. And he said, Yeah, I thought about that, but I didn't want to do it. I was like, Okay. <laughs> um, so instead, we played. Um, Oh god, what is it? The World War Two Quigling Games board game. Oh, oh, the board game yes. you're playing with Hammy. I can't remember yeah. the name. Quartermaster General. That's the one. Yeah. So uh, then we all got collectively scored by Hammy at Quartermaster General because he's. Really I, good I can see him being a being oh, a wizard. Yeah. So that sounds like his kind of game. <laughs> it is his kind of game. It's an amazing game. It reminded me how much I loved it. So um, we played that in 25 minutes. Um, we... <laughs> he wouldn't let me do my... As I was, I played Germany, and as we were losing, um, just before we le- lost, I was like, right, I'm going to play this to build a submarine um, in the North Sea, and then I'm going to sail it to uh, Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, that's not a card, is it? I said, it's written in crayon, but does it count? <laughs> It's like signed Goebbels, Goebbels yeah. So, uh, Carlos no. Goebbels. <laughs> Quartermaster General is absolutely fantastic. We need to play it more. I've I never ever played. I know of it. But I never ever I've played, never played it. it. Oh my god, it's so good, and it it it, it you no, know boils right back to the core crux of what is World War Two, and it is logistics. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got these, these these amazing things. Like I was like, okay, I'm going to attack through Ukraine with the Germany. I was going to have the, got this big. You know, Eastern Front card, special card. I attack three times, and then Hammy's like, "Oh, you see this special response card I played earlier?" Flips over Stalingrad. Any German attack in Ukraine is automatically defeated. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, well, that that doesn't work. Um, oh crap! And then it's all about supply and logistics. You know, you have these really cool bits oh, and pieces of flavour thrown in there to do things like that. Like I built the Atlantic Wall in France. Which meant that the allies had to burn extra cards to attack. So of course they didn't wait. They didn't do it until they knew they could roll in. You know, they built up enough mm-hmm. of a lead they could roll in and, and capture France and then ask the victory points that way. Such a good game. But yeah, that was that was my turn one, game one, <laughs> eight one victory. Yeah. Followed by probably losing the entire war as the Germans. <laughs> well, exactly. Do it, Dunk. What did you have? I played a German recce company, oh. and I can't remember what the um, scenario was because all the things I did write down I didn't write. Yeah, that you know down. what turn your airplanes turned up. Uh, I know what turn my turn <laughs> my airplanes turned up. I know all of that nonsense. Couldn't tell you what the scenario was now, which is again genius. Um, but this was a classic German uh, recce company. So I was playing uh, Hugo, who I think was there with his son, and they don't. They only play each other uh, on tabletop commanders. This was their first sort of. Um, oh, that reminds me, I've got to drop him an email. Um, yeah, this is their first sort of tournament mm-hmm. or event for Flames of War, 
and he brought a classic 251 or oh, sorry 250 uh, Ricky platoon so I think the problem he was going to have over the weekend was that um, his highest anti-tank was four, twen- uh, four pack 40s mm-hmm. so they're a little bit creaky by that point yeah. he had an awful lot of machine guns which was you know was terrifying for my infantry based mm-hmm. army but because like you said the scenarios were uh, the attack and defender was set up by um the uh you know what you were running uh, i was defending with my infantry so it wasn't quite as bad so we we he just didn't really have the mass or the, the or anything to actually punch through my infantry so it, it was one of the uh, i can't remember, i said i can't remember the scenario but it was one of the ones where if you're opponent isn't within six of one of the objectives by at the end of your turn six it's a loss yes does that make sense a lot lot of the tag defender ones are like that yeah exactly and it's the first time i've ever got that because he just didn't those recce platoons they put out so many mgs they can pin stuff but it's just very hard to to even get into assault especially the bigger soviet platoons with those recce platoons it wasn't really conducive. And I mean, even my 100 mil guns were, uh, you know, they were resorting to just firing at half tracks and stuff, which was slightly hilarious. He had, he had three Panthers that were hiding behind a building because they were like, no, 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 this is, <laughs> this is good. And um, in this game, the Sturmovics turned up on turn one, two, three, five, oh, and oh six. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They, they bailed three Vesps over the course of the game and destroyed one of them. Uh- so they just kept the artillery. Occupied. You say that, but you know, considering they came on for like four turns, it didn't seem to sound like a, a particularly great um, <laughs> kill rate. No, it's it's because I was cannoning them, so I was just cannoning the vessel, making him back, try and get back in them because he'd taken non. They weren't SS, but they were still getting in yeah. on three. But what I was trying to do is I was very conscious that that was his biggest, um, his easiest way, if you like, of, of digging my infantry out was just to hit it with um best yeah. bombardments so even if i could keep one of them bailed out he was re-rolling hits all of a sudden because there's only three guns mm-hmm. so um it, it actually did make quite it, it doesn't sound like a lot but it just it was intensely annoying and it meant his panthers also didn't feel like they could come out and play they were kind of always near some terrain just to make sure that they had that yeah. extra there is of, there um, is a thing about range in for the, the effect of um aircraft on your opponent Mm-hmm. more than the actual damage they yeah. do. So in, in that one, they, they oh, I still think as well, the artillery for me, so recall, uh, sorry, armoured artillery is a, is a bit of a bugbear of the Soviet infantry. So being able to just influence it and, and um, potentially do something against it is quite helpful. Um, I mean, the other thing you didn't really have an answer to when they did turn up, because I, I did have reserves in this game, um, even though I can't remember the scenario, I keep saying that a lot. <laughs> Um, the, I took my IS-85s and um, Pack 40. I kind of just laughed at the Pack 40s. Um, you know, oh, uh, you're firing at me, are you? Oh, that's cool. Okay, so I'm, I'm front armor <laughs> 11 at range. Uh, so they didn't even really play like play ball in that way. Um, it, it just was a bit, it was a, it was a bridge too mm. far, I think, for, for the poor yeah. recce. So I won that 8-1 because, again, I don't really have too many small platoons that you can chip away at and get that extra point. Um, so, yeah, that 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 put me in a, a sort of nosebleed position. <laughs> I didn't really know what to do with myself at that point. And it was all downhill from there. And it was all downhill from there, yeah. It really was. 
The funny thing was, I when you both got eight ones, I joked you ended up, end up playing each other. And <laughs> what was the second game? Yep. We played <laughs> each other. After all that time. Yeah. Um, and this one was... So oh. I was attacking because you were infantry. Um, you were. And I was obviously tanks, quote unquote. Um, and this was breakthrough or counterattack? It's one of the ones. I was going diagonally from one side. You were wrong. I want to say it's counterattack. I'm pretty sure I, I asked yeah. what you said it was counterattack. Yes, because your reserves were coming on the back end. No, my reserves were coming on the back end. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was just an absolute horde of infantry lined across the port. <laughs> and I had my uh, Avery's and Crocs in reserve. Yeah, they came on in on the objective. Like didn't late, they? late, yeah, late on in the game because it took forever to roll mm. the dice. Um, but I managed to get some cheeky, cheeky assaults in. Um, you which did the, the the apex predator of the universal carrier. <laughs> um, over the course of three turns, one platoon, by managing to get into the side arc of your one hundred mil guns. Just rolled up the whole platoon, really, didn't it? It it killed three out of the four guns, yeah. yeah. Uh, because apparently, uh, motivating on a three with a reroll well, is really for you, hard. When you roll double ones twice. Yeah, I'm not very lucky. Let's not get help. That's for sure. Very, very lucky now. with that because it was just like this is a hail mary to try and clear you out because you basically pinned me in the corner quite successfully, and with your huge artillery, you know. All those tubes just raining in shot. I mean, you, you obliterated one well, of my infantry platoons in a single round of bombardment, didn't you? I think I took five stands. Five off, stands yeah. of. I think the, the nine, two. Yeah. Yeah. The two, the two infantry platoons were getting hit by uh, the six tubes of 120 uh, mil mortar. Um, so they were re rolling. Um, yep. they, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're re rolling misses. And then the uh, Sturmvix yeah, also came in. They fired their uh, rockets because you you had them in a big sort of flanking column yeah. almost, didn't you? you? And it just hit so much stuff. It was it was throwing, yeah, just bonkers amounts of stuff. I think the, the Sturmvix killed they five infantry as well over pretty the course bad. of the game. Or good, depending on your point of view. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and, and and I I take it all back on single tube mortars as well now. They're quite handy. It's a really annoying thing to say, but the um the storm group's eight two mil mortar was just you know it gently d- plugging away. It's it, better it, than nothing. It does. It does. You have to be a bit careful though, because uh, as soon as you start shooting with it, you, your opponent can shoot that stand and, and essentially ignore the guns yeah, around the rest carefully. of the unit. But if you're smart, you can. Yeah, you'd have to make sure you you tucked it away, or yeah, you could do something else with it. But that there was a hundred mil guns evaporating that really annoyed me, and and the that rifles that um, unit that was supporting them also evaporated, so that opened up my right flank quite quite uh, unfortunately. So um, and then yeah, my, pushing through yeah. that way, and then I rolled on. Finally, rolled. Yeah, you, know, you you've got some infantry on and T thirty fours. He would then trying to go for the objective in the open. You kind of got there and dug in. Yep. Um, but then I rolled up my Avery's and my Crocs. And, and made no uh, difference. Well, 
this is this is the thing is we sat right, there and I I nearly interspersed my avaries between my two crocs. I'm like, oh, sorry, three crocs. I was like, why am I doing this? I don't need to be there. Like, I know there's a reason I need to do this, but I can't think at the moment they're just going to get shot by a T34s because they're only front arm nine versus the the crocodiles being eleven. Mm-hmm. So I ended up moving the avaries further away so they weren't in contesting range of the objective. <laughs> and then I burned everything off. He fell back. I was like, oh, okay, well that's it. And then it. <laughs> Santa turned around and said, but the game isn't over yet. I said, yeah, now I've captured that. He goes, yes, but they're crocodiles, dear boy. And I was like, oh yeah, crap, crocs can't capture objectives, can they? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I wanted the Avrys there, because I would have won the game. So it ended up dragging out for another turn, which was actually, you know, was a Hail Mary for Dunk, and he could he nearly got it. But well, what did he do? Well, moving he had T thirty fours to move up. So had oh, he killed, the T thirty four. Yeah, yeah. Had he killed the two Avery's, mm-hmm. then I would have had no see, scoring yeah, yeah. objectives units over by that objective, and actually, I then would be forced to push forward on the other one after I'd lost lost my two platoons of infantry because it machine gunned them and mortared mm-hmm. them to death, and then actually, I haven't got anything to dig him out because all I've got is my M tens trying to hunt down his tanks across the board at long range. Um, but then I got a, a stellar round of M10ing. They were pretty good in that game, um, which took out half of his platoon of, of T34s mm-hmm. from across the board. Were you using the um, M10? Was it the M17? The 10, sorry, M1017 lates, or was it just the um, D-Day no? Ones? Just the it was D-Day ones because mm-hmm. like, the extra. I don't think you, need, yeah. you don't need the extra oomph, really. Not really, no. No, so the, the best, you know, it was a Britney Day list. That's why the putting the comments in was a bit cheeky. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I didn't use those. I only used those for the first game. The rest of the games I just played my normal list. Um, yeah, and eventually shot him off. And then uh, the Avery's moved over rather sheepishly. And we're like, oh, yeah. We're, we're <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Should have, been here, should have been here last turn. Um, and that, and that's, that's what was really annoying about losing the 100 mils because actually they weren't facing. A lot of them, well, over half the unit weren't facing the oncoming <coughs> armor cars. Yeah. They were actually sighted to cover the objective. And that's 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 why you so need that would have, mm. you know you, you had you had most of the platoon there, but not a whole. But you need something else, and that's what the they, I think the Soviets fall down. You don't get quite enough points to have that overlap. No, you know you don't. You, if you had an extra platoon of infantry that could have sat there with you know, another platoon, another stand of anti-tank rifles that would have stopped the assaulting half tracks um, dead. Not half tracks, universal carrier. I would have stopped that dead, and then I wouldn't have been able to do that cheeky yeah. one universal carrier going in to get you know the lucky break to make you fall back. Mm-hmm. Well, even if it's not the lucky break, I mean, even if they'd have hung around, you you get to. With the recce list, it's on fives because they're recce. They're not designed for it. You get one shot. Oh, I know, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's one in. It's one in three. It's one in three people. There's this. There's this idea that that stuff that counterattacks. Well, it's fun, not they will never counterattack. You just can't count on it. Patently rubbish. No, you're and you're stood, I'm just and you're stood in the even if going, you don't counterattack. Oh, no, I really wish I had some cover here, and then you get obliterated mm. by some AT fire. You know, light AT fire. Because you've, mm. you've you've sacrificed your concealment for actually doing something, but it hasn't come off. Yeah, it didn't yeah. work. 
Yeah, exactly. That's why you, that's why you've got the one shot to kind of get it to work, and after that, anything else is a bonus. But you mm-hmm. definitely can't count on it. Because <laughs> and then you evaporate loads of platoons, and then you end up, you know, because at the end of it, I don't know how many platoons you killed of mine. It was ridiculous. It's like six. Oh, I killed. Oh, I can tell you six platoons. Yeah, it was six. There wasn't much left. I was getting. I was actually getting quite close to a uh, being able to. Get within, you know, spitting distance, oh, company breaking. Break. Yeah, that's company. why I started to pull stuff back. There's another thing. <laughs> another thing, you know, if you get stuck under a bombardment and your infantry is pinned, they can't go forwards. Don't be scared of running backwards. Don't have to sit under it. If yep. you're pinned, yes, you can't avoid, you know, advance towards the enemy. You can still move away. So there's about twice I think I've run a platoon the wrong direction just to avoid the repeat. Trying to remove, especially with hit on three infantry because yep. that just sucks. Yeah, the, the Sturmovics didn't turn up as much in this one. They only turned up three turns out of the six. But they did kill six infantry, uh, a Daimler, and then bailed two M10Cs and a Dingo. Dingo ate my baby. So they did some work. So that was did a 6 3 to work. me, I think? It was, yeah, because you, you won, yeah. but yeah, taking it's, horrific it's, casualties they're, they're doing that. They're not they? don't count. They're not, it's they a win that matters. They don't come off my tally. Um, which meant in the last round, after two wins, I went up against Graham Wilmont, who is the ETC Team England captain, with his just absolute ton of... I think he had every half-track and uh, every half-track and fixed gun in the German army <laughs> in one force. It was, yeah, it was Recky Company... Brigade recce, so with drillings, with mortars, with 160mm mortars, with Panzer Force 70s in reserve, minefields. It was just a whole load of stuff. Um, wow. And it was, yeah, it was. What, um, old minefields? Uh, no, minefields in the mission, but oh, obviously, okay, well. obviously being, being well, one, he put them in a line and then deployed his infantry in the middle and went, Haha, come assault me off this. Oh, indeed. Yeah, I was like, well, I'd rather not, thank you. Um, and uh, yeah, so it was, it was attacking. Um, I was attacking lengthways. I can't remember the mission now. I should, re- should rewrite this down. Um, attacking it's not like we have like content we have to worry about or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I know, so. exactly. Well, normally it's close enough you can remember it. Um, yeah. Oh, Eddie. Uh, yeah, I didn't do it either. I'm just going to say, oh, Eddie. Um, highlights of that mission were uh, he had four, four mortar half tracks. <coughs> in woods in his deployment area um i deployed my m10s in the open opposite them at long range um but because he's only hit on threes so he's hit on threes concealed fours gone to ground fives at range sixes four m10s i got five sixes in the first salvo and just 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 turned (laughs) the platoon inside out (laughs) wow and then i think so that the m10s in that game they managed to kill. They took out the first platoon of mortars. They then drove up, took out another platoon of recce by pinging two of them on sixes, which meant the third one ran away. Um, the next turn, they drove up again, took out another platoon of. Re- I think they killed about three and a half platoons. Um, and the last one passed three last stands before <laughs> before he finally got killed by Panzer oh Four Seventy. Uh, just 
destroy. It was like, oh, you need sixes. Yeah, there you go. There's a six. Thanks. Just <laughs> unbelievable. Um, but yeah, basically, I pushed up. I had I, lo- I was overcommitted my um, Avries and Crocodiles and lost them against uh, ambushing uh, pack forty threes and flag thirty sixes. But that meant the other side, which had universal carriers and Daimlers and everything, and infantry could push up. And I actually got within spitting distance of the objective. Um, and it was one of the ones where we could probably grind it down and I could get some more platoons. And, and But I'd already got the two platoons. So ended up going big for the win um, and ended up just getting defensive fired off um, and just you know, whittling myself dry against the... Um, and then calling it there because there's you know, no point playing. And, and th- three games a day is a long day, mm-hmm. especially at that level. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was, as always, it was a great game. Um, I probably shouldn't have overcommitted on the one flank. Once it, you know, cause once it went in, I, I dropped smoke, advanced, and and this is one of the ones where actually, had I put the infantry on the universal carriers, they would have been across the gap already. So I didn't need to do that because of the defensive positioning. I had enough room that I could I dashed my universal carriers halfway across the board in the middle, you know, in turn one. Mm-hmm. And that, were they loaded with infantry, that would, would make a real difference. Which is kind of why I want to, you know, really go back and give them their, their true best shot. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, laying out all the was, tricks of your force. Yeah, yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, just that, just that. Not I mean, that kind of gets back to what the theory was about, like playing one army for the whole year. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah, learn yeah. all these little tricks and yeah. things you can do with it, to... and you know when it's not worth it, and you know when mm-hmm. it is worth it, and actually. Yeah, so we'll see. I'll take it to Warfare and then end up playing my German list the whole time again. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I ended up losing that one 3-6. Uh, but I got I got the platoons and it was a good fight, so not not too ha- no, not too sad mm-hmm. about that one. Thanks. Yeah, I, I like the fact you actually managed to make sure you had your two platoons before you went for the Hail Mary attack. Kind yeah, of that's really... It, it, it's a bigger part of why am I there for the weekend... And for this one, I wanted to place the, you know, you know, wanted to place as best I could with this list because it was supposed to be the last time. And last year, when I played this list, I got distraction can't affect by the bridge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I ended up using a bloody AVRE bridge when I really could have just driven across the middle and flames all his bafers guns to death. It, yeah, it was yeah. Last year, that was one of the worst games I've ever played, really, because I just used. I drove my um, recce vehicles at his Bofors guns, which then obviously obliterated them because they're anti-tank five. Mm-hmm. And uh, spent tank enough. Spent turns just messing around with the flipping river crossing when I just didn't have to. Yep. There was absolutely no benefit to doing so other than using my little AVRE bridge card. It's just look cool. Does look cool, yeah. But there's a time and a place, Fez, and that was neither. There was um, no benefit to doing. So yeah, that so. was my that was my game my game three on the Saturday. <coughs> yeah, oh, it's me, isn't it? Um, yeah, my game uh, three was against uh, Rich Butler's Pattern Reluctant uh, Rifle. What are they call it, mm-hmm. Battle Weary Rifle Company from Bulge. Uh, it was two two. So you both lost. Yeah, both lost. Uh, just about snuck it round to, uh, I think it got to turn five. So it was one of the ones where you, you the, the objectives weren't live till turn six anyway. So, yep. 
Enough said, right? (laughs) Then, yeah, uh, yeah, Saturday night, amazing curry. Good fun hanging out with people. It was good. And uh, It was good. Then Sunday morning, what do you do? Play more Flames of War at 9 o'clock in the morning. Yay! Um, So I I do know, I remember this mission because it was Probe. Um, uh, And this is one thing about reading the mission pack. Read the effing manual, people. So my opponent, who I think was called Steve, um, he his forty point swap. So I mistakenly used in my head for Carivery. If you change where a unit comes from, like you know, if you move it from a core unit to a support unit, that points cost counts. Yeah. So if I had Shermans in my, you know, as a core f- formation, if I then took that Sherman yeah. as a support platoon instead, that would count towards my 40-point limits as a change. However, yeah, which right, okay. that was the assumption I had. So in this mission, what Steve had done is basically he had one list was a... American Sherman Veteran Company with infantry support. Yep. And then the 40-point lit swap, what he did was swap them over. So he made the the infantry support the formation by adding some units in. And he made all the tanks the support. That's clever. So between the two lists, there was only 40 points of actual changes in physical models, but where they sat within the list was a huge change. It's very clever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's very clever. So it meant that when he came into it, he could decide whether to attack or defend against my mech list. Yes. Huh. So he looked at the mission, went, oh, it's probe. I will defend. I'll take the infantry list, which is luckily, I because I was sitting there going, crap. If he takes the tank list, I want my comets. I want my typhoons. Because he's, you know, only got a couple of platoons of infantry. If he takes the infantry list, I want the crops, which I don't necessarily want against his tanks. Um, so I, I, I ended up, I lucked out and I picked you know, the main list. He picked his infantry and then we played probe. Um, oh, you got lucky sorry? there, seriously, didn't you? Yes, yeah, no, exactly. Well, I mean, I wouldn't have done too bad against his tanks looking at it because it wasn't. No, no, because yeah. there's still yeah, yeah, exactly. And I've still got the 17 pounders, I've still got the M10s. Yeah. Um, so probe. Yeah, yeah. I think. There should be a point in the game, in the missions pack, where if you're playing a game like Probe, where you can only win by capturing the objective, there should be a thing where if you have no, you know, after turn six or whatever, if you have no teams past the halfway point of the board, you lose. Because what ended up happening, right, I okay. went all out aggressive on one of his objectives because I had the, I had the benefit in points because I had my two platoons of infantry that count as being on the board. So I went super aggro, and then by turn two was right up within four inches of his objective, trying to you know wait basically wait for my Crocs and Avery's to turn up from reserve to help push him off. But I was there putting pressure on, and at no point in the entire game did he move a unit out of his deployment area, and yet he could only win by capturing the objective on my side of the board. So we ended right. up. So if it had run out, what would have happened? Like, if, as in, if you'd have been well, no. So what happened like another... was that it ended up being 
he was in no at no point in the game could he have won because mm-hmm. I had you know my two formation units were out of line of sight at the back so he couldn't break my company there's no way he could capture the objectives because they were guarded by you know two or three and he didn't get anywhere near them however because he played super defensively he lost it was you know we drew or we both sorry we didn't draw we both lost however I lost more units so therefore I scored less so he he scored right he scored three for killing all the units that I was trying to actually mm-hmm. win the game with. And I only it, scored one. Yeah. Because I, I was trying to clear the couldn't. teams off the objective, not, you know. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. From his perspective, he, he had no incentive to actually play the mission. Or his only incentive was to stop you. He couldn't win, but his incentive was to stop you. From, was yeah, basically well, he didn't even try winning. to win. He didn't move. Yeah. He didn't even try to win the game. Which is frustrating. Yeah. So it was one of those things where it's like, well, hang about. Why am I doing worse in the tournament because mm-hmm. I've tried to win the game than he is by just sitting there? Yeah. Nice no, what you're saying. So, so I think yeah, some of the missions are a bit... Mm. There's, there's room for improvement there. It shouldn't be a case of, you know, you can sit there and just go, well... You know, I, I'm going to do. Bet, I'm going to score three points, and you're only going to score one. Even though, for about four turns, and it was, oh, I tried every trick in the book. It was amazing because he had he had, <laughs> the last turn assault we did. He had all of his Shermans had turned up, was sat at the back of the board. His M10s were back at the back of the board, mm-hmm. but I managed to drop in a smoke bombardment that cut off all but one of his tanks. <coughs> and I'd pinned oh. him with flame. I pinned him as well. Yeah. With Avery's. So I bombarded the Avery's yeah. and I basically had one attempt with my Daimler and he had two shots with his Sherman in defensive fire that were hitting on fours, fours, fours normally, um, fires for smoke. And he, he got the one through, killed it. Okay. Going with the universal carriers, same again, killed it. And it's like, had he missed that, I was then hitting reluctant infantry. So it was it was it was well, super close. Yeah, okay. it literally sitting there pouring sweat on my face, bringing out every little every little thing I could do. Try <laughs> Why to won't you die? <laughs> ease all of yeah. Try to get all of the thing of like, okay, now I've got you. You fall back. You know, get that one little break. Um, and pretty much he just sat there and waited for his reserves to turn up and just sat there. But, <sighs> yeah, it's a bit frustrating looking back at it because at the time I didn't really care because I was all about trying to win the game. And I was thinking, again, okay. Yeah, you've got lucky artillery bombardment. You've killed hot, you know, most of my infantry. Oh, that sucks. Okay, well, what can I do? Oh, wait, I've only picked one or two teams off three or four different platoons. Oh crap! I can see how this is going to go now. Yeah, I think I've done that before. Uh, is it escape the mission where? Yeah, we get onto that one. Come on behind you. <laughs> we'll get onto that one. Oh, I was going to say I've done that to myself. Though. I've broken myself on the. The front of those defenses trying to win it, and then uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I've never seen the point of play, not playing own. a game to try and win. So in, in, yes, I might, I might lose badly yeah. if I play defensively, but it's just like that's too short. <laughs> yeah, but that's I mean, just the, the, the apparently the player is super defensive anyway. That's how he normally plays, which is yeah, fair enough. He's he and he scored three points in a mission where 
he didn't, you know, had he gone for it with what he had, he, he did wouldn't really, you know, he may have may have lost it, lost it, but he lost it anyway, which is weird. It's the weird thing. It's like if you lose, you should lose. He maximised the points available to him. Yeah, by not trying to win. Yeah. Well, it's which, like it's like it's like the, the movie War Game. Sometimes yeah, yeah. the best movie is not to, not to play the game. That's an interesting strategy, Cotton. We'll see how that plays out. <laughs> Yeah, but I've, I've, I feel like that sometimes when we played infantry. There's a few missions where, especially with those ones where it's like you have to keep someone off or eight inches, or whether it's six or eight inches away from the objective or outside of your table half mm-hmm. um, by the end of the sixth turn. I feel like that sometimes, that, you, that, that, that it feels almost impossible yeah. to win because you, you're almost, well, not, not impossible to win, but impossible to win by yeah. the victory conditions of the scenario. Because you will break a company almost certainly yeah. before that happens. But I mean, yeah, it's... and I do think some of those are a bit strange. I don't, I don't particularly enjoy the idea that you just you can prolong, especially with a timed yeah. environment like that. You know, the idea that you can just keep prolonging and prolonging and prolonging a game, and there's no way you can potentially end it as the defender. It feels very, very. Mm. Out of your control. Well, the thing is, this was yeah. That's the thing. This was you know. A meeting engagement. This wasn't a defensive battle because of the nature of rivalry. Mm. He ended up taking a force that was defensive, so therefore he sat on a meeting engagement battle, being all defensive. <laughs> that that's that the should weird... be how you play a meeting engagement. Meeting that, engagement should, should be swirling. And that's what I'm fights. saying. Mm. So what there should be something in there. The mission should state you lose if you're not trying to win, at least. Yeah. You know, and 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 turn six, not having a single team out of your deployment area, is not a very hard thing to do. <laughs> and and actually would give you more, you know, no, would, would reward the aggressive player who's got his force forward and is trying to push on, mm-hmm. as opposed to the guy who just sits there and gets mullered. Anyway, um, yeah, so that was my game four. So it's a three-one loss. Dunk. Yeah, uh, mine was against Gary's Finns. So this was I found this really hard uh, as a as a setup. The the fin the Finnish infantry was brutal. Um, I can't remember uh, what's the one with the the weird circle cut out in the center of the table and you attack from counter attack one quarter to the other quarter. Thank you. So that it was that that battle, um, and. I just didn't really feel like my infantry was going to do anything against <laughs> his infantry. He had yeah, four templates. I mean, they just—it's just the artillery was able to bring down on them, uh, and uh, it just, like you said, you can't just sit there under an artillery bombardment. You can't—I couldn't go forward because by going forward, I went into a field of, um, you know, small arms fire. So I ended up going sideways or backwards with it. The IS—I was really relying on those IS eighty fives to come on. Um, but he cunningly used his spearhead uh, to move these pack 40s and some infantry right up to ambush essentially the attackers when they came on because it's the scenario where they come onto your on your other half mm-hmm. of your um, table edge if that makes sense. <laughs> so I mean, I was I was fine against the front armor against their pack 40s, but again, I couldn't get my I wouldn't be able to fight my way through because as soon as they got in my side, uh, that was me done. I mean, everything's yeah. got pans fast oh. as well, and the infantry is excellent. So, 
And the other thing he did, which was really canny, was he identified early on that the six one twenties were going to be a problem for him. So he just kept hammering those and trying to keep them pinned or suppressed in some way and chip away at them. Um, so uh, they weren't really mm-hmm. a major factor. When they did finally get ranged in on the objective, they did start plastering stuff, but it was too late by that point. I think it was like turn four. Um, and what finally swung it is, I think in turn five, I was, I'd was i moved my IS-85s up and round. They did a road dash at one point, which was to put all kinds of strain on their engine. Um, so, Duncan, your game five. Four? Game, four? game five. No, uh, four. Yeah, we fins. just talk, just, just saying about the fins. fins. Yeah. Um, the, so, I, I just struggled. His armor's not great. He's got T26s, T28s. The, the IS-85s tried to push it through, and it was in, in the, I think it was in the fifth turn. Mm-hmm. The IS-85s in one turn, which screwed me completely. And that was the Panzerfaust fire. Um, and it was, at that point, I was just... I, could, I couldn't. I couldn't get to the objective in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, was, it ended up being. I think it was a lot. No, it's a draw. I think it's a draw. It was Either a draw or a loss. Well, same difference. <laughs> exactly. Exactly the same difference. But um, yeah, I'd, everyone's loser. Everyone's everyone's a loser because uh, I just uh, they couldn't. I couldn't punch through them. That it was. I lost one IS eighty four IS eighty five because I was careless. Yeah. I let the um, the Finnish infantry leap around the corner and Panzerfaust me, and you know it's it's unlucky because it's a four to hit. Then you know I've got a fifty fifty save, mm-hmm. yeah. and then it's a five plus to kill me. So even even being a bit sloppy, I got a bit unlucky to to actually lose one, and then I lost uh, another one to defensive fire on an assault to the front. Oof. Oh no, sorry, not to the, not defensive fire to the front. Sorry, it was just standard fire to the front. Just a pound of house to the face. Uh, rolled a one. He rolled a five plus. I was like, "There we go, right?" That's... And at that point, it, it kind of just petered out the uh, yeah. the attack. Um, I mean, it, it was it, it, people say things about two gun platoons, but they're only dangerous if if you you're taking fire. I mean, he had two, Gary had like uh, two gun Bofors platoons and two gun Pack Forty platoons, and they're only mm-hmm. a concern if you. You know, lose one. If you don't lose yeah, one, I mean, they're that's, just... that's the thing. If you if you if you're just sitting there for defensive fire, that's yeah. all you need. If you're, you're in good know. spirits, you're in good spirits, right? I mean, so... God, yeah. God the ground. Yeah, hit on fours, concealed, good yeah. ground. Exactly, and it's just, just yeah. I couldn't. I didn't have a decent way. To, and this this is when I, I looked at it again and went, yeah, I, I didn't have enough template weapons. I needed I needed a second decent barrage. I had one very very good barrage, yeah. but one's not enough. Yeah. Um, one is Especially. none, and two is one. So. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But it's, it, I think, I think it's all right if you've got other ways to do it. Um, mm. Like you know, your your crocodiles and, and av- uh, as well as the avries. So the crocodiles are just as good at digging out infantry as uh, you know anything else is. Um, but yeah, I just, I just, I just couldn't, couldn't do it. Could not do it on that one. So, but uh, in in lighter news, the sturm of it killed. <laughs> uh, it destroyed a T28 and a T26, and it bailed two BT or they bailed two BT42s and two T26s. But again, the, the problem I was finding that bailing stuff in late war is not really much point because a lot of stuff is either never going to get back in again, and, and you don't people don't care, or it just leaps back in because it's like, I don't know 
Yeah, Patton yeah. or SS or something God, like that. Patton, jeez. Patton's awful. Patton is just the most egregious card. It gets worse when you play it. I really tried to kill him. I mean, Patton's always bad in version 3. It feels like it got worse in version 4. Where's well, the fact he's not even on the table? He's just, he's just on the phone. Yeah, he's just speaking <laughs> information commander. Yeah. Phone so if, it's if the fact kill... it's it should just be in command. It doesn't yeah. need to be an 8-inch bubble. Is it if you kill the formation commander though it goes, doesn't it? Correct. Just disappears. What happens if you've got two formations? Then you would apply you apply it to a formation, don't you? Is it only to one formation? Yeah. Okay. I think so. I mean I'm sure there's it's just, it's game just nonsense they can try to justify it another way, but I just find it egregious, but it's just awful. But yeah, that so that that was it. I mean the fin the Finns defeated the Soviets, so I mean we've probably got a Smile at that in some ways, yeah. that, but um, yeah, that that was my game for. And then my last game was against Patton again. Only knobheads take Patton, so it was uh, yeah, Mark Goddard. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah, so I ended up playing Escape versus Mark's uh, winter-based U.S. rifles. So he had a load of U.S. rifles, a load of three-inch guns with the um, US equivalent of pack front, so they're all individual teams scattered around. Um, a load of mortars, and then his reserves were Hellcats, Sherman 76s, um, and he had some recce as well. And then I was attacking him, waiting for his stuff to come in from behind. So all my gun teams pay, you know, deployed all my gun teams facing the wrong way. And um, Basically, by this point, I'd had a pretty rough Friday night, pretty rough Saturday night, and I was absolutely exhausted, is my is my defence. Um, because, and Mark's totally right, he said they should be more, way more aggressive and with the Universal Carriers, and basically done what I'd done, what I'd already done to Duncan, I could have done to him. Yeah, to me. Could have dumped smoke, run down one side, especially if I had my infantry and the Universal Carriers, that would have been amazing in that mission. And I would have deployed a load of infantry buff there and just, you know, assault, assault Crocodile, Avery, the crap out of him. And I would have just rolled him up bit by bit. Um, which was, it was kind of hilarious because we figured out with the points, because Mark was kind of running the whole event because he got volunteered by Hammy, which is even more hilarious. Um, I think what Mark said was, do you want me to um, get the scores? And then Javi took that as Mark going, I'll run the whole thing. <laughs> but it ended up, um, we figured out that if Mark scored three points, he would most, barring something egregious, most probably win Corrivalry because of the score, the way that it had all gone. Because so, of the count back and everything. Because of the count yeah. back and everything. So at that point, I decided, should I just hide all of my platoons in a wood? Um, and then what to deny it from? Yeah, to deny any points, and then time out with the draw. And then unfortunately, uh, we got the escape mission, so I couldn't do that because I had to be within escape um, six inches, six inches, eight inches of the objective. Yeah, yeah, you're encouraged to keep moving with that one. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. So I had to go, had to go forward. Um, so yeah, he got his, he got his platoons. He, 
did use my own tricks against me with recce assaulting into the side of large gun teams by you know tried once and failed egregiously um to kill my 17 pounders that are facing the wrong way and i didn't quite get enough support over there in time to help them so he ended up going again with one greyhound scout car <laughs> killing my confident uh 17 pounders because they can't break off uh but i obliterated all of his at and then um, it ended up being this quite interesting scrap between um, assaulting out of infant, assaulting out of terrain, bazookas versus avries and crocodiles. Um, he had pattern, didn't he? As he well, yeah, of course he did. <laughs> he had pattern, sat right in the middle, within eight inches of all his platoon commanders, just giving everything two plus. Um, interestingly, though, he also failed his reserve rolls like twice, even with the reroll. <laughs> um, a bit of cosmic justice there. Yeah. And then on the third <laughs> attempt, he managed to get two successes and bring them both on at once. Um, yeah. No, it's a good game. Good, good player. I, I, you know, I was a little bit too. I was. I think I was. I was stung by the game before, which made me overly cautious. When in reality, had I gone super aggro, probably could have won. Um, at least got a six-three. But and that's and that's what you need to do. You need to win these. It's it's irrelevant how many platoons you lose. Yeah, it's, well, it's winning that, the that's, game. That, that's the thing. The game before that's that's where I played it and then yeah. didn't get because because I was basically fighting. I was covering my other objective with a couple of platoons, so I wasn't going against. His, basically, had his whole army sat there against me, which is annoying. But anyway, um, yeah, no, it was a good good game. Um, yeah, Mark's a very capable player. Looking forward to uh, a rematch. He's my white whale. He didn't do a conger of tanks, which was nice. <laughs> Makes a change. Yeah. yeah, no, and uh, yeah, so ended up. Um, I think we basically got to a point where, like, I had the crocodiles left. He could he kill the crocodiles, but yeah, it was you just can take, take the objective for me to burn everything down. Um, so we just called it a, a draw, I think, because he he'd got his three platoons, I'd got three platoons. So I think I think it ended up on a three-three. I'm sure Mark will write and correct me once he listens to this. But uh, yeah, it's a fun game, interesting one. Escape. I hate that mission. It, it's all about. <laughs> at least I didn't time out by not being near the objective, <laughs> which is my usual trick because I forget the defender goes first. Yep. It's a really tough one, I think. Mm. It's just because you got no secure flank yeah. at all. Anyway, but there we go. Well, I had enough gun teams that I could just sit there and wait for his guys to turn on, and I, I deployed them a little bit too aggressively and didn't have enough support behind them. Um, because I didn't think about his super aggro recce team driving forward, and that's me just missing a threat. And had I focused on the threat and obliterated it, it wouldn't have been a problem. Had I just put one gun team facing the other way. You know, I totally didn't appreciate the threat, and he came and punished me with my own tricks, which is quite funny. Well, so, uh, my, uh, how was your last game? I was saying my turn for uh, game five was against Paul's lovely. Uh, I think they won best painted. I'm pretty sure they did actually. Uh, like I think it's an SS Reiki company. Yeah, oh, it was Reiki. It was the Kittle or Knittle. Recce Company, 
Can you so is that a bulge? Yeah, it's a bit of a darling with the, with the meta now, isn't it? Yeah. I, I don't Very know. Popular. Is it? Pourquoi? Apparently so. I keep I keep seeing it referenced. Hmm. I don't know why. I, I'm not sure. I mean, I mean, I mean he, he had... Um... It's terrible. No one ever take it. <laughs> well, he had, um, he had an interesting one because he also had uh, pack 43s and uh, he had uh, flak 36s, but from Kampfgruch Swoboda. So both his 88s could bombard, but they didn't have to. Well, that was quite yeah. an interesting uh, little little uh, you know, combo. Uh, he had two King Tigers um, as a platoon, and then just lots and lots and lots of half-tracks. Yeah, the drillings and the um, stumbles uh, and mortars, and then just you know infantry platoons, they're all SS infantry. And I mean... I'm not going to blame Dice, but this this did feel like the universe just taking a running uh, jump and just kicking me right in the nuts for the final time before we uh, parted ways at the tournament. Uh, the Thermomix did have their highlight of the the whole event um, during it, but I mean, I lost uh, all of my 100 mils to direct firing stumbles. What? Uh, uh, which was horrific. Um, there was so uh, a Dice. Uh, it's not as bad as you think, because they only save on a four, so they're hitting me on sixes. I'm saving on a four, and then he's killing me on a three plus. So out of the eight dice, yeah, no, it's more than that, isn't it? They're two each. Out of the twelve dice, he's hit me twice. I'm failing one, and he's got a three plus to kill it. So you only have to get a little bit lucky to kill two, and that's what he did in one turn. Um, the mortars, and uh, I think he had some other artillery. It might be vests. Did a number on the infantry that was supporting them, and uh, it got to. I mean, I'll, I'll skip ahead to the end because it was quite funny. But it got to turn uh, six, and there was not a Russian uh, infantry stand within three and a half feet of the objective that he was about to capture. Three and a half feet. Three and a half feet. It just got wiped out all around it, and I couldn't because of <laughs> because because there were half tracks and the you know mobile machine gun platforms. You're like yeah. actually trying to move infantry up to uh, to, to reinforce something is almost impossible because mm-hmm. you get caught in the open and then um, just brutally gunned down. Uh, and um, both my reserves came on because it was deep scattered reserves. Mm. Uh, both of them came on on directly the opposite table edge. So they came on exactly oh, six no. feet from where they needed to be. Um, so the, the, we were just laughing about it in the end. It was just hilarious because it, it looked like we were just misread the mission wrong or something. or <laughs> Just deploying wrong. <laughs> yeah, <it's> just, <laughs> there was just this, this, this objective with no one around it apart from one. It, was, it wasn't even anything impressive. It was like one SS recce team. We just sort of sat there. He, he, follow, <laughs> he like, followed himself. Guys, well, he, he, he followed himself through the minefields in front of it, and then just sat the the platoon leader there. And he went, oh, <laughs> kind of just going to sit here now. Um, but in, yeah, in this game though, the Stamovics killed. So they came on uh, turns two and four only. Hmm. Uh, they killed a King Tiger. They bailed a King Tiger. They killed a stumble, and then the King Tiger platoon routed. So they, they destroyed a King Tiger platoon. Um, but they also were shot down in this in this game 
by just two centimetre fire. This is the first time I lost them in the entire, entire weekend That's as well. That's impressive. That's just mad. I mean, there's some stupid stuff going on. He had six six drillings, and they stood, they were stationary in the open, firing over open sights at my infantry. So they hit me on fives. They're rolling 30 dice. And just, <laughs> you know, just hammering them um, with so many two centimetre fire that they just, yeah, that was chewing them up as well. So it was, mm. it was, it was, it was, I mean, it was a, a game's a game, right? Dice happen. They just feel they, they suddenly went, whoop, you can have this one bit of good luck, but then everything else is going to go wrong. How's that? Oh, okay. But I mean, I don't, I don't think there was a way that I could realistically in that mission as well. It was one of those ones to keep him back from eight. He had so many little platoons that he could have just thrown on mm. to the objectives to just keep the game going. I don't think there's any way that I could have actually won that game. I think I could have just got three points, and I think I only got two, though. Well, that was it. Tough game. It was a very tough game. I mean, those... those, It's weird, those sort of recce lists are really problematic for infantry. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just it's just the combo of everything. Like... He was direct fire. Oh, that was the other thing he was doing. He was direct firing 88s at um, like 45 mil anti tank guns and things like that. And that hurts. Jeez. Because it's sixes to hit them even at long range. And just if you fail your save, there's a very good chance they're just going to blow you apart. So I'm trying to find the actual last standings. Yeah, I don't know where I finished. I know, I know Mark won. Mark obviously. did win, much to the chagrin of everyone involved. No, no, well done, Mark. You, know, you played well. Any good list? <laughs> can't rag yeah, the list. The, li- the list won, not him. Yeah, no, nothing to do with the player. Um, nope. <laughs> no, so uh, yeah, no, Mark did win. Um, it's quite funny because um, the sec to the top. Seven, top five, top seven were very close together. A lot of it was done by countback, right? Um, as to how many platoons they'd lost to get there, um, and strength of opponent and all that stuff like that. Far too complicated for me to understand. Um, but then when I got home, turns out that a whole load of other people were actually come second, third, fourth, and fifth because Rex King had put his result in. And they'd written the results the wrong way round, and he won eight one. So, <laughs> so Rex was given one point when he'd won the game, <laughs> and that obviously massively changed everyone. Um, so I think, I think we were both well. I know I ended up about midfield. Yeah, because at one point you were really on the podium, literally that last game. Just seemed like massively dropped yeah, down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what happened was I was massive. I was in in the runnings, but then obviously mm. I only got three, and then some other people got eight points, which then yeah. them above, which put me midfield. Um, I, I don't think I came anywhere. I think I came. Uh, I probably had something like sixteen points. I think over the game. Yeah, but you weren't the last. weekend. No, no, no. Um, it's fine. So. I, I, it was very, yeah, good weekend. Loads of, loads of interesting uh, games and lists and things, and uh, interesting missions as well. Because that's the great thing about rivalry is you don't end up playing the same thing over and over and over again. 
because every table has a different mission, even if it doesn't mean yeah. you end up with some swingy stuff. <laughs> well, I think I'd rather play the swingy stuff than the same stuff over yeah, and exactly. over and over again. So, that's no, good fun. Thank you very much to Battlefield Hobbies for, for hosting it. I walked away with I'll, I'll, a box of casserine for 30 odd quid, 33 pounds, I think it was. We didn't walk off with it, you paid for well, it, right? Well, yeah, well, you know, Hammy hasn't caught me yet, so. <laughs> not as far as you know. Yeah, no, 33 quid for a box, a casserine starter set. I was like, that's that's too good, especially with the price rise coming along. Well, I got a box of uh, the German Grenadier Company that was 25% off. And it was pre-priced rise prices as well, so it was tasty. It's like eighteen pounds, so I thought oh, I'll have that. I'll, I'll I mean, never not, 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 not like I need more models as I'm about to go no. through the garage tomorrow. <laughs> but just trying to persuade Lee, I think that's the kind of tournament you'd like, though, Lee, because it's not um, the the stances don't matter, and it's all dedicated by the terrain on the tabletop. Yeah, uh, well, you say that, but the whole thing, the whole weird way of doing the stances is the thing that actually really annoys me about it. Well, it, oh, really? it helps you with the army selection because it means that you can go right. I'm going to be tanks, so I'm attacking everyone. You know, it's version three. I'm attacking everyone apart from other tank companies, or I want to defend, so I take infantry. So the only only thing I'll be attacking against is other infantry on a dice roll, and then you have got the forty point swap to help you cope with that. Oh, we could just use rules as written. <laughs> but the issue there is you'll never get the missions. Because the rules as written, the missions are generated upon your stance. Whereas the idea, the original idea was Hammy had lots of different terrain boards, but there was no point playing certain missions on the Stalingrad board that was lit, you know, beautiful, but it was six by four of just ruined buildings. You know. So in that case it was a case of you know, do the mission to fit the table and then you can alter your force to fit the mission to try and get a bit of a, a balanced thing out. It's just the same as every other tournament, it's just a different way to compose your army. Yeah. But yeah, I see what you say. I do see what you're saying. Yeah. I do appreciate it. Mm. More comets. That's what we need. Run on mm. warfare. More comets. There. There. Are we are we all playing comets at warfare? <laughs> No, I might, I might play Soviets again. There must be a best Soviet general somewhere. <laughs> just over and over again. Yeah, just punish myself. Speaking of Soviets. No. Hmm. Yeah, should we look at the command yeah. cards? We... When we say uh, we, I can't actually open them up at the moment. <laughs> oh, hello, disappointment, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going we're, we're to skip through the cards that are common to both this and bag Russian Soviets, which get cut down, the number of cards you cut do considerably. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the first well, if you're card... Still taking, we... you're still taking Lucky at this point, I think you need probably putting against the wall and shooting. <laughs> How very Soviet of you. Yep. Yeah. Because as far as I can t- just tell, tell for looking through, soft skins, amphibious transports, and armor tractors are all the same. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a few tweaks on what units can take them to add for the extra stuff on there. Well, the um, the, the the amphibious transports are hero sappers, aren't they? So they ch- they change the unit you can apply them to. Yeah, so in, in Bag Rush, it's just for it's for the um, engineer the sappers sapper. in uh, yeah Berlin. It's for the hero engineer sappers. Obviously, that's what's in Berlin. Yeah, yeah. But the actual card functions the same way. 
Exactly, yeah. They're basically an unarmoured, confident, careful, trained, soft-skinned vehicle. Amphibious vehicle. Which has its things we'll get onto later. <laughs> um, yes. So the first unique card is um, Specknaz Platoon, Captured Half-Tracks. Two points. Give yourself yeah. some half-tracks. So you can take the Scout Platoon. Enough. Which is obviously a unit in the right in the hero rifle platoon from Brightly. It is. It's the SMG um, one. It can be um five, seven, yeah. or nine stones. Yeah, and you just basically get a bunch of half tracks to cut them around, which gives Leroy them a big button. Jenkins. Uh, yeah. I mean it's making an already expensive platoon even more expensive, but it does give them transport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is this alright? <laughs> no, I just I don't think it's I don't think it's I mean I'm trying to remember. I think seven stands is nine no, ten points. So it's not that expensive points. to put them. It is, but you get how many do you get for each one? Well we consider well you consider like a, conf- a confident veteran German half track is like fourteen points, isn't it? That's what yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's it's one, basically the same one half track per two teams. Yeah, so if you've got your seven stands, you're going to get four four half tracks. That gives you some long range firepower because the other thing is they're only SMG arm normally, so it does actually give you four stands of uh, MG42. Um, I don't think it does. Yeah, next card MG. Um, is it? Can they use it if they if they're in the half tracks? Won't they use their scout spearhead? Will they? Not of the. They'd have to. Tracks. They'd have to like move forward on foot to get the spearhead, and then the half tracks deploy in the spearhead deployment. Yeah, that's a bit weird. That's a bit weird. What uh, is that? Because the the vehicle doesn't have them as have it as well. No, that's right. what I was just thinking. The vehicle doesn't have does not have it. It's it's the it's the the flip of the universal carrier passengers, isn't it? Yeah, the vehicle is harder to hit, but the passengers aren't. Whereas in this, the passengers have the skill, but the vehicle doesn't. <laughs> it's there for completionism, isn't it? Mm-hmm. If you really want it. Yes, yeah, so just look at uh, the points. Yeah, seven yeah. SMGs is 10 points. Nine SMGs is 13 points. Yeah, it gets you five half-tracks at that point. It's a flat points. two points, so yeah. So. It's not terrible. I don't hate it. I just think it's it's got limited uses. Because the other thing is you don't want those scouts... You don't want the scouts assaulting stuff, really, because uh, based on my, my experience, they they they're not as good at it as everyone else. No, because they can't attack five plus and assault four plus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, next up is a new unit, Su fifty seven light self propelled tank killer company. Basically, it's taking American half track, put an American fifty seven millimeter like six pounder basically on the back of it. Oh, wow. um, I think only the Soviets used them as well. The Americans start building and realise they're very redundant and got rid of them. Oh, poor things. But they're five for nine points, eight tank ten. I mean, it's an ambush gun, but it's no HE. Four um... <coughs> Maybe? I mean, it can they're... only fit into the light tank of the company as well. Yeah, so you're replacing the 45 millimeters, which are six points. <coughs> yeah, I think that's well, the actual unit itself. Yes, it's um, completionism. I mean, 
I mean, I don't hate them again because the heavy tank killers, which are the 57s, have got uh, 80, 11, and they're a bit more. I think they're eight, there might be eight points, so eight points for four, so five for nine points, and, and their armor's not terrible. Uh, I just I'm trying yeah. to myself, what is a light, what is a light tank killer company? It's a 45 millimeter, right? No, okay, so I, I can see that then. Okay, is it? You know, you know, as, as a, you know, compared to taking four, 50, four 45 millimeters for eight points, take four yep. 57 for seven points, a point cheaper, you've got mobility, you've got a better gun, albeit no HE. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't care about so, that. Yeah, I could, I mean, it could be I fairly low down the priority of things to spend points on, but if I had that, you know, a cheeky, what is it? Five points left over for three fifty sevens. I can see that. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe I th- fit I think, the, I think the most outrage has been around the fact that the the stumble is <laughs> you get more, they're better. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever. I, I think they're fine. Yeah, I think if you if you take them in isolation within the Soviet book, they've got a place and and, and more option. It's another option for that slot. Um, I don't, I, again, don't, I don't hate it at all. I think it's it's, it's quite ha- could be quite handy. Mm-hmm. Okay, next unique card is Spetnaz platoon. Any disguises? Same so, as the Germans. Yeah. Basically, give your scouts any disguises. So you have to roll a um, skill check. Skill check. Skill check to identify them. And if they pass, you need to identify. Otherwise, it remains identified. Any does this has a plus one score required to hit. So you get a little bit of protection for two points. Uh, maybe. Floppy. No. Uh, whatever. No. I'm just excited. I'm excited. Then we've got Duncan's usual favourite, Lucky. <laughs> Duncan's yeah, actual a... favourite, Make Your Own Luck. Yeah, but yeah, I like this card. I think it's well written. Unlike Lucky. <laughs> what, what, what's the difference between Make Your Own Luck and Lucky then, Dunk? So lucky is just a flat re-roll to anything you like under the sun. Yeah. Make your own lucky is you don't get to roll a dice, you just get to turn your dice to a four. Yeah, you gotta do it before you discard a card before you roll a dice. So you've got yeah. to decide so, to use yeah. it. So it requires some kind of skill in the first place to actually use it, because you've got to make a decision about using your resource. Mm-hmm. Um but also a four plus is not it, it's useful for a lot of things, but it also can't do reserves, for example. So there are limitations yeah, to it. Whereas lucky is just not five. Exactly. Um, yeah. If you take a Sturmovic, um, you take this and you staple it to the card. Because, <laughs> um, because the Sturmovic obviously turns up on a four, so you can yeah. use it for that if you really want it to you come in. Or me. I did. The rockets and bombs are on fours for firepower. Um, so there's plenty of uses for it. Whereas Lucky, I just find it's too mm. u- utilita- utilitarian. Yeah. It's... Is that the right word? Yeah. It might not be. Although you can take both, of course. You can. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if... Yeah, sure. If you've got two points, you want to throw at that? Yeah. <laughs> it's worth noting that... Um... No, that's a lie. I'm not going to say it. Um, anyway, so on to the next My card. F- a favourite one. Best Spring Armour. What? Uh, well, the Undiction Logs was in Bagration, so I thought we'd just get the one. Was it? Yes. Oh, yep. my God. I missed that. Yep. Well, I, yep. Okay. If it's your favourite card, you can talk about it. Yeah, no, Unditching Logs with Hero IS-2s. Oh my god. One point, 
Discard the cards that all tank teams in the unit may re-roll without cross tests when crossing difficult terrain until the end of the turn. Oh, let's cross the is two two plus. I'm guessing. Yep. Yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna move up into this wood. Oh, I'm, I mean that's the thing. It doesn't state when you have to do it. So you go. Oh, I failed a couple there. All right. Well, I'm gonna sort this turn anyway. Unditching logs. Boff. Reroll those. I reroll my assault ones. I reroll my. Um. Break off or consolidation ones, it's just mm -hmm. ridiculous. It's so good for those one platoons when you have to drive through woods to kill people. I mean, I'm certainly a lot more sold on it now you said all that. I thought it was a useful card, now I realize it's for all the entire turn. That's a, yes, for yes. fundamentally a salty tank unit. That is a very good card, yeah. Yep, nowhere to hide. I mean, the other thing here's the question it's a build card for a unit. I can't remember. Did the rules limit those to one? You can only put one build card on a unit? Correct. Yeah, you can put one upgrade card on a unit. It's not an upgrade, it's a build. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So I think you're okay. So you can have multiple. And what else is put on them? More unditching logs. <laughs> so you can Let's bring armor. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so moving on to um, best bring armor. There's two best bring armor cards. The first one it's a basic upgrading the tanks in the Berlin book, the T-34, any Sioux or ISU tank. Yep. Um, one point per four tanks, or part thereof. And basically, you get a five or six save against... Um, firepower. Firepower, five. five so you get a five plus save against five or six firepower weapons on the side. So the important wording is... You get if you fail your armor save against a weapon with firepower five or six hitting a side armor, roll a die. I roll a five up. The hit is ignored. Otherwise, the hit affects the side armor as normal. Mm -hmm. um, and now, what you're going to say is a glancing save a fail? Yes, it is. Well, no, no, no. So I think you just invent a bit there. It says nothing about. Nope. No, I can sit now. Sorry to say that. Yep. It says fails, fails the armor save. So, yep. If it, a glancing hit is a failed save, so therefore you get to use your bed to bring armor. Is a glancing so, a fail? Yes, it is, because you've not passed, have you? Uh, yeah, no, I can see it. I, this all, I think the same wording was in version three. And I just think you remember yeah. this discussion coming around then. And everyone was like, oh, yes, but you're only bailed. It's like, yeah, but you're going to kill me in assault. Why can't yeah, I use Yeah, it's, it's, it's as no good sense. as a failure at that point. Yeah, yeah, it is a failure. Uh, so <laughs> it was clarified in version three. But yes, yeah. in this, I imagine. You've not passed. You've, mm -hmm. you know, you've got lesser effect. But anyway, you get a five-up save, which is horrendous, especially if you've got bedspring armored IS twos with unditching yeah. dogs going at night attack. But yeah, I mean, so I, I, I mean, obviously IS twos in the book get it as an actual unit up. It's actually an upgrade available in the actual unit description. Yeah, this is just so you can do, take all the T thirty fours and IS twos and give them the same thing. Which apparently the T thirty fours are the only one that someone said they have evidence of. I think, it, I think it was Martin. Yeah. Someone was saying there was no evidence they actually put them on IS2s, but I, I love to be corrected, so. Yeah, okay, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the other variant of the card is basically applying it to any T-34 unit from Bag Russian Soviet. And the reason you got that card is because normally you can't, you know, put, apply cards to formation that's been bought from another book. But the only way of getting T-34s into this book other than the forward attachment is by using them as a support formation. Yeah. So that's why this card exists. Interestingly, there's no way of playing 
placing Bespring armor on an early IS2? No. No, that's true. It's just, it seems to be up on the other side. I can't say why they wouldn't have done that. Because the early IS2, if I remember, this is, um, this is reaching here. The early IS2s were all replaced, I think, whereas the T-34s kept going until the end of the war. I, I, mm, okay, I, 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 struggling to see that the IS2s have been replaced because it's just a whole a slight whole well, change. I can see them existing alongside each other. For... Yeah, I think that's what it is. But that, I mean, that mm. is me clutching for barely half remembered. Yeah. Now, like I say, to my mind, best spring armor is yeah. You definitely take IS2s, T34s. You could do, I mean, I can see on T34s because you check. If you're going to assault with any tank in the Red Army, it isn't an IS-2, it's going to be a T-34, because yeah. there's lots of them. Yep. yep. IS-2s and SUs seems a bit more of a stretch. Well, the thing is, Wait. you either go... The hero IS-2s are a fantasy, because you don't get anything in the rest of the army, unless you're playing a ridiculous mm-hmm. number of points. Especially once you put bed, Big Spring Armour in. T-34s with Bed Spring Armour, you don't... You know, if you go for the hero, you can actually get enough holes that it makes a difference. Yeah. And at that point, all you want to do is not get the two penetrating hits. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it that way, you're going to lose one tank to Faust as you go in. But what you don't want is to lose two because then the assault, the assault stops. Yeah. So I'm, I think I'm agreeing with you about T-34s. It's more, I can't see why you'd want to put it onto ISUs or SUs. I don't know because they shouldn't be anywhere near an assault. Yeah. Really. I mean, it's, it's oh, insurance, I maybe. But... I understand. I understand what well, you're saying the, now. Yeah. The other, the other weird thing is because you've got that mixed unit within the red banner where you've got T-34s and ISU-152s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it costs you two points there rather than one, even though there's only four vehicles. I think because it, it, you're applying it to all the vehicles and because that card says T-34s, SUs or ISUs, I means that mixed unit would, it would apply it to all four tanks. For one point. Oh, so that's all right then. Yeah. Good. And that okay. unit, right, Cat, actually think about it, that, that unit, you want to ISUs it. might, yeah, because that's really a city fighting unit and that, and that kind of environment, probably a lot more useful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so that's probably why it's there, uh, yeah, okay. Um, um, it's also to say this does obviously work in combat as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah. Not Side armour, so yeah. Yep, it's not just defensive fire. So if you get hit by a, a Faust in combat, you've got a five-up save against it. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, next up is Mine Rollers for the um, PT Mine Rollers for the T-34. Rolling, 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 rolling. So you can only apply it to a 76mm um, tank. Yeah. My thing, myself, what I hear is it only applies to a Hero T-34 tank company. So can you apply this card to a bag ration unit? Because any way it would work. No. There's no other T, there's no... Other hero T thirty four tank coming here. That's seventy six. Oh. I, I might be right. Just double checking. The four. I thought the four and the four detachment was just eighty fives. I might be wrong. No, it's, it's one and one, isn't it? Oh, I see. It is. Yeah, hero T. It's a seventy six one or mixed unit in there. Yeah. All right. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, that just works. Sorry. Yeah. 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 So in, in that scenario, you could only upgrade the seventy six mils to have the mine rollers. Correct. Yeah. So if you, yeah, it's going to be a bit of a <clears throat> bit of a juggling act there. <laughs> As with most things, Soviet, because it might make it easy. Yeah. But it just means that basically a tank team can clear a minefield, is basically what it gives you. Potentially powerful. Yeah. RPG 6s um, are not unique, but they have been changed in the new book to basically say you can't take them if you has Panzerfaust. Which is yeah. 
Now, Panzerfaust are quite pricey yeah. at um, usually a three-point upgrade for the unit. Well, this is a one-point, but obviously you can't defensive fire with RPG-6s, which obviously is a big incentive. Yeah. So I think generally you're going to go for the Panzerfaust. But... I've, I've run out of points when I've been making lists and I've gone back to these because for a point it gives you some AT. Yeah, I could certainly the three, see the argument, yeah. The three just is it's just a lot. I mean, I know it's limited too, but it is a, it is a big investment. Um, and especially seeing as a lot of your troops are going to hit on twos and threes in assault, so it's quite yeah, reliable. It's good. That 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 was the big thing for me as well. Is it's 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 actually quite. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but it's also the incentive to sometimes keep your head down. You <laughs> remove it just means, remove that, the temptation. It also means that you just eat any medium tanks. Mm. Just horrible. And most heavy tanks. I mean, the amount of times I'll play King Tiger to one of those things. <laughs> uh, he's put, yeah. some, put some bed frames on the side of your King Tiger and then you're laughing. Very sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, funny we... Germans have worked out some sort of defence against shaped charge warheads. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, do, I think um... we talked about this last time, last time though, but I do like the fact that there is a difference between, well, not a difference, but there's, it's not a no-brainer to take the Panzerfaust. Because it is the three points. I think if it's two, you you, yeah. you would just do it. I think the point. Yeah, I think the argument for the for the points versus what you're getting is balanced exactly right. So, no, no it's it's something you have to think about which one you want to go with. That's for sure. Mm. Um. Okay. So sappers. I just checked. These weren't in bag Russian. These are a new unit. That's great. So basically, yeah. upgrade the rifle company. Can't take heavy weapons, but you can cross minefields safely on World 2 Plus, and you can dig in on World 2 Plus. Just running across minefields like a lunatic. Mm-hmm. It's I, the, it's I, the I guess the incentive is you go into them and clear them, but you could just keep running nope, through them. Nope, just run through them. <laughs> Don't clear minefields, you've got to stop. You're a shark. If you stop, you're dead. Mm-hmm. It, it is the can't take heavy weapons, though, which is a bit annoying. So no HMGs, no PTRs, no flamethrowers. Yeah. I guess you apply it to just one unit in the in the in the battalion rather than having all your all your units having it, but it yeah, I mean, as well, you, so you can only have it on one one unit in the battalion. Correct, yeah, yeah, and it's two points, so even if it wasn't, I think you'd be struggling to make the the points work. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, it's all right. Yeah, so it's here. Uh, undercover smoke is obviously not new. Night attack, and if you have night attack, you must also take searchlights. Oh, boys. So here we go. Um, so night attack card for four points. If basically if, if you're playing against defender with minefields, you can do a night attack. Units in the force can move freely from the start of the game, which is a big difference to how British do it, where only units in the formation can do it. So that's right. one thing to consider. Here's a question. Yep. Mm-hmm. So night attack, standard night attack rules. It says units can only move. So units in the formation can move outside the deployment area, but it also says units can only move at cross-country dash speed. Yeah. However, this card states units in this force can move freely from the start of the game. Yeah. Does that negate the cross-country dash yep. limitation? Because that's a limitation, and this says they move freely. I I, I guess it does, yeah. Uh, that's... That's, thank, thank you, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
No, the other side of that is the search lights. Um, so you have to, you have to take, if you do a night attack, you have to take fees. Yep. I start a game which the night fighting rules are employed. Any um, any team within forty inches of the attacker's table edge can be targeted about rolling for night visibility. Yep. This illumination will last to a night fighting rules are no longer employed, i.e., dawn, or play the size of turn them off at the beginning of a next starting step. Return table to its normal state. So. You've always got to have at least one terminal searchlights on, basically illuminating your guys. Correct. But one of the th- as when we're debating this, one of the things to note is, yes, you don't range for night visibility, but you still have the plus one modifier for ranging in and shooting at teams. Nothing yes. says that's negated. So that, that, that certainly made, when we're debating why you would take this card, that certainly, certainly made it more viable because... So it's an additional plus one to hit. Mm-hmm. If you've taken your two-turn smoke bombardment, yep. you drop that in, you run forward. You've already got pre-ranged in artillery because you're attacking. So you, you know, you've got the objective that you put really close. You've got your artillery already ranged in, so they're just repeat bombarding. You've run up under cover of smoke. I mean, the, the, the thing everyone sits here and goes about this is they go, oh yeah, but oh, it's, it's useless. It's like, well, what were you going to do if it was daytime? You're st- <laughs> you, you know, if it was a daytime attack, you've not lost anything. You've actually got plus one to hit regardless. So you run forward. They shoot, you know, you're under smoke and guard bombardment, you know, cover. You then, on turn two, go, right, you're in terrain, you're in an edge of wood or whatever. Don't care, I've got my ditching log so I can re-roll my cross-check because the cross-checks are plus one as well with my tanks. I repeat bombard. Pin your Panzer Faust. I now go in with the hero unit, so I'm hit on fours. You're slow firing and pinned. That's fives. It's night time. That's six. Oh, and you're firing through smoke. Your defensive fire is now hit on sevens. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and you're the defender, so you're pre, re, you know, I've avoided your pre-ranged in markers. So you want to range in on me? That's additional plus one to range in, mate. Sorry. Oh, you've only got green tubes because you're, you know, playing late war rubbish lists that's going to be a plus one to range in so all of a sudden you need sixes to range in it's really good so it's all right i mean it's really good if it happens the big caveat to this is the thing that obviously you're never going to if you have this is like british infantry you're never going to be attacking because the opponent will just go oh i'll pick um attack or maneuver so you'll never get to be the it's... attack force in a so, minefield. Yeah, I and mean, if you're sinking, was it seven points, six points? Four. Into, no, 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 into night attack, night attack and under cover of smoke. Oh, yeah, sure, six points. It's quite a lot. However, as Phil, at Phil Yates said on Facebook, it's really there so you can redo the attacks on sea low heights. Yeah, those uh, lights uh, were a bit of a disaster. Yeah. But but why does it have points then? If it's a scenario based card, why does it not just have like? Yeah. Why is it not just there for use in the scenario? Because I guess if if we're playing scenario, we would just ignore the points anyway. And if you're, this is just so if you no. want to take it to a tournament, because because for the scenario, yeah, I mean, there's two ways of doing it. that. Then comes into scenario players. There's two ways of doing it. You can do what you know. You can do it narrative, where you don't you know you're outnumbered, so you know you're going to lose. So it's just about 
how long do I hold out before I die because you've got twice the number of tanks that they had in real life or you want some way to get it remotely right so that it is a close enough game so four points in open play useless four points in an agreed you know I'm the attacker we're going to play this mission you make your force I make my force actually that's not too bad because at that point it does give me stuff and I can play I can plan around it because I know it's going to happen as opposed to I need to get the right situation for this to work but why is it just not in the scenario because it's it's for making up your own scenarios it's just right. a guide it's a guide there so that you don't have to play you know the set scenario with the set forces you can go it's a waste of so this and lucky is a waste of three <laughs> spaces in this deck for command cards no i no, I, I disagree i think is you know if i, well, I know do, you do but I that's fine knight, i disagree with you right, so... if we if we would see right what what is my knight attack what would that be like if i want to do knight attack soviet force versus defending bulge americans yeah this lets you do that. It's a bit of extra well, flexibility for your time. So does the scenario. The scenario doesn't dictate which sides are on. It's just a scenario. You could take, I don't know. But the scenario, you you, what you're saying Romanian. is this should be written into the scenario so that every force gets it. No, I'm saying it should be written into the scenario in the back of the uh, the Berlin book. But then how would you know what Bennett... I don't get what you're saying. So you take the copy that's on this... Yeah. And you put it into the Berlin book under one of the scenarios. Right. And you just say, this has got night attack. Right. But that, and then that's you take the search the light passage. A benefit. You know, they don't right. have to take four points less worth of stuff for this to happen. Yes, because it's a scenario. Yes. Okay. I just don't see the point of it being in there. It just seems, it just seems a complete waste. Because I just don't understand the point of it, and and the whole thing about the searchlights, right? Okay, so yeah, it's it's that one specific occasion, but it's back to that one specific occasion again, where they tried to blind the German defenders, and it all went wrong. Yeah. Well, I just I don't know. Right, I, long as it is in there, it didn't cost another card. I'm not saying yeah, it, present being present is really an issue. It's just exactly not a card anyone's going to take. Obviously, this obviously. is it. So it's a waste of space. Yeah, Get but according to you, Duncan, stupid. we wouldn't have any cards because we, you know, Schwimbar <laughs> should be the book. And... <laughs> <laughs> it absolutely should be. Yeah, I, I disagree with Duncan on that one, but yes. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> okay, no, no, so no, because I'll, I'll defend the cards to the hilt because I think that the, the, the high point when we had the, the, the American stuff where we had all the infantry divisions. As individual cards that you could apply to your rifle company, yeah. Chef Kiss, perfect. Yeah. And I'll defend my my Mountaineers card for my fifty second Lowland Division until I'm blue in the face because it's absolutely junk and should never cost the point. But well, that should be in the mission. It's there. Why? <laughs> I'm being facetious, mate. Oh, I see. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, I just that should be in the, when you're attacking as a Mountaineer force. That should be in the mission. But they might not be them. Well, that's the whole point. That's why it's Ooh. got points and it's got... One point. Okay. Tankadensky, Dansky. Yeah, but these haven't changed since the um, bag Russian card. I've been, it's like say, a few tweaks on what units can take it. 
Um, Cossack regiment. Are these in Bagration? No, these these are mid wars uh, formations. Yes, tomorrow. Right. It's the same <laughs> Yesterday's as... technology. Tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah, so it's basically this is a variation on a red banner rifle regiment. So all the units are taken from there, and then Given you effectively can apply the cavalry card to those units from that red banner Cossack regiment, which turns into cavalry for two points. Oh my god. Mm. And then you have to turn the HMGs into the machine gun carts as well, and things like that, don't you? Which are awesome little models. It's like an aimless drive-by. It's great. Aimless <laughs> <laughs> drive-by. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a Maxim H&G in the back of like a little um, horse, horse and cart. cart. It's... <laughs> no wonder they got bad at aim tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one of those units you're going to have to want to do. And have to yeah, like, really, like, paint there's horses. always been people who love Cossacks and will play them. Um, can you can you still buy the dismounted figures, or is it just no, the mounted figures you can buy? It's just yeah, the for... mounted ones they brought back. Oh, yeah, sadly, sadly. So you have to have normal. Oh, that's silly. Okay. Yeah. Well. Okay. Why would you ever dismount? Get... Why Why would you want to dismount? That's exactly it. We're holding ground occasionally. It's quite handy because you can't dig in with a horse. But <laughs> <laughs> I beg to differ. I've seen the Grand National. Yeah. Oh, so you can use a horse as a, a yeah, as as a as a, as an improvised barricade. Yeah, improvised yeah, so. barricade. Horses are surprisingly bulletproof. Um, so next up is amphibious jeeps, which is different to amphibious transports because these are basically the Soviet equivalent of a shroom wagon team, because it converts a team into a into a amphibious jeep. Duncan, your thoughts? <laughs> I just. So, this is just... I genuinely find this perplexing. Because the amphibious transports are for the sappers only, right? Mm-hmm. But that model is a Jeep. It's an amphibious Jeep, I yeah. think, because it can it's only the same take model one... This, yeah. right. And it's one point. And these are three points. Why Why are they three points for a scout platoon? What? Well, these get a tactical to... move. Yeah, these get to basically still <clears throat> move and shoot. They get to still use their scout and spearhead whilst mounting because they, they are the same team. Oh, they lose the scout, well, apologies, but they still get the spearhead. Um, your save goes down. Yeah, It's still better than the 5 plus save you get on their amphibious transports. Yep. But are you really driving around in a soft skin with your scout platoon? Scout platoon's like 10 points. Was this not giving you a much better thing for your spearhead? Well, you I mean, the only thing you can, you, can, you can, yeah, but you've got a submachine gun. Yeah, you're not, so you, again, it's a very short range drive by. <laughs> we really mean it. I mean, and you can't assault with them, so it's good to do things. It's like give you that amphibious move across a water obstacle in a scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I was still in the river. No, oh, I know, I know. I was being, yeah. I was being facetious. Or it's going to give you that cross-country twenty-inch dash for your spearhead. You know, once, you know, in a couple of occasions that might come up like bridgehead. What you do, Duncan, right? Is you get the big lake model, and you have a little island in the middle that is extreme, is flat, and is just big enough to put an objective marker on, and you put that in your opponent's deployment area. And then you put your objective on top of that. 
So they have to, they physically can't put enough models for a platoon on it without being in the impassable water. And then you take this card and you win the game. I'd rather not play at that point, <laughs> I think. No, so the difference here between this and the Shrimvargans, I off the top of my head, Shrimvargans, like the amphibious transports, do not have a tactical move. They do not. So you can't move within eight inches of the enemy. If you are assaulted in a Shrimvargan or an assault amphibious transport, you die. You die if you have to break off. Bearing in mind, you have to actually break, be forced to break off, so you could make the motivation or whatever. These do not. These can, well, they have to break off from assault, but they have a 10 inch tactical move to do so. That's why I think three points. <sighs> but they treat impassable water as difficult terrain. But the other thing is, it doesn't say that you can dismount. At the start of any movement step. Oh, yeah, sorry, they can reset, so they can. So okay, his interesting thing, revert. I realize about this, is the start of any movement step. So you can mm-hmm. cross country dash, cross the water, get right up there, and then if the enemy, if you, you know, is about at the start of their movement step, you can dismount. Yeah. So you can always get the dash up and then just become infantry blobs. Yeah, I mean, you, and you can do the whole thing with, with like, if you're doing the river crossing missions from the, the whatever, uh, is it, Bagration campaign pack, then, yeah, you, you could probably um, spearhead across the um, the river. Uh, oh, no, well, hold on. The river is more, I mean, obviously, you need to do a four-up cross to go across water. If you, impassable yeah, terrain yeah. becomes different terrain, so it's a four-up cross. The other thing, I mean, it gives you, it, you're, you're, you're giving your scout platoon a 20-inch dash. Okay, and and and, or a forty-eight inch road dash, or you can just take two points of B B A sixty-fours. Yeah, but they can't then become infantry and run into a building. Yeah, but they can spearhead. So why don't you just deploy your infantry off the spearhead? Because you can't spear. So here's the thing: you can't spearhead within sixteen inches of the deployment zone. Whereas these guys can deploy, even if there's no spearhead allowed. Yeah. Then do a road dash your turn one, start the opponent's turn, turn back into your infantry. These are awful. I think I mean, they're, they're quite situational. No, they're awful. I think <laughs> I think I think there's stuff there's stuff there you can do. No, there's not. They're, these are absolute jank and absolute just, jank. they're awful. <laughs> just awful. I cannot understand. And also, what, what what makes it even more egregious is they come in a pack of three. I mean, that is that's so, unforgivable. So. You can't. Are the, you need is like, the scout f- platoon hit on fours? Yeah. Ah, oh, see, that's even better. Why? Because you cross, you, you know, you cross country dash twenty. Follow me into terrain. Admittedly, four up, not unlikely, but you cross country dash into um, concealment from most things that can shoot you. And then start your opponent's turn. Turn into hit on fours, scout gone to ground infantry. Hit on sixes. And then just run up. That's, I'm, I'm liking this. No, I, I, well, you can you can drop. Would have really helped. You can drop forty quid on them then. Because <laughs> I'm not. That's okay. Um, universe carrier <laughs> hasn't changed. Seven it's for um, hero diamond recce platoons. Um 
same with the 636M, hit with a hero variant of the normal 636M um, RT regiment. Mm-hmm. So, so he's got a vet. So in the, in the Berlin, but these guys are now veterans. We only get like three of them in the unit. Um, 57 light self-propelled artillery regiment is you really have to want to do this, but hey, it's a car for it at least. But it's um, two to four units of 257s plus a HQ 57 and SMG company as its formation. Nice, yeah, I mean, it's fair, yes, uh, um, yes. Cool. A basically a car to downgrade or not downgrade, but swap out the M17 ZSU for a Dushka AA machine gun truck. Gotta love the Dushka using the bagration card. So, there's some people who like they got the model for it. Yeah, maybe me. Uh, BM3112 <laughs> Katusha, the heavy Katusha. Free shots, using is... wisely. Oh, you only skill four plus. Oh, I can't believe the cost of these. Yeah, so that was something that came up recently on the, on the Facebook. Was that there? Um, it says all guard, Katusha guard rocket batteries in this force have the following characteristics with plus 10 points for four teams or plus five points for two teams. The plus is important, it means you effectively buy the Katusha and then five, add 10 four, points four to upgrade Four Katushas it. for eight points. So it's an 18 yep. point unit for three shots of a firepower free salvo and a skill four plus. Yeah. Range of 48 as well. I, I can't remember what the Katusha range is, isn't that less? Used to be Feels a little uh, pricey. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It's because they're armoured as well. Are they armoured? Nope. Are, no, does it not say armoured? No. But they're, they're soft but they are But they are armoured. Nope. They they have the following characteristics. It just changes the weapon. They're still Katushas. Right, now, now look at the model. Yep. No, I it's armoured. Uh, is it? Is it really? I just remember being yeah. a truck. It's like uh, it's as armored as the um, armored half tracks for the Germans. It's got no, the armored cap. No, it's not because it's it's just a blast shield. This is a blast shield over the windscreen. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's just to stop the glass blowing out. Every time the original Katusha have it as well. So this isn't. So you're trained. You're hit on threes. This is awful. The five up tank save. Yeah, and oh yeah. So to so your. For eight points, you reduce your range from 64 to 48. You add yep. one to your firepower and you add one to your anti-tank rating and you can only fire three times. And that is worth ten points. It's it, I imagine it's because it's a salvo weapon. It doesn't, yeah, but that's even it's, worse it's, because it's, of the standoff distances. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying. I'm just thinking it's probably the equation. The, the salvo is throwing it out. Or you can just take another platoon of Katushas and have... Yeah. Eight Katushas firing every turn for the entire game. Yeah, I might take that over. Yeah. Three shots. Yeah, I think so. Why is this ten points? Surely this that's a typo that should be just ten points instead of eight points. No. So it's a two point upgrade. Because no. in the German one, the, the, the you're swapping out the with the Nebel Yeah, the twenty one centimetre nebs. That's a good point. Yeah, aren't they free or something or no, a point or something? Are... Or is it three? Because I keep wanting it's to take lot. them. Are they in, are they in well, there's the there's the twenty ones and then there's the what's the next one up from that? The thirty. Thirty, I want to say. The 30's the one that the is the one that only fires three times. Uh, the twenty ones are just a bigger rocket. That's what she said. They're not indeed. They are. They're in. They are in Bagration, oh, okay. I believe. Mm, mm-hmm. I th- 
is it bulge? I think it's Bigration. It must be in Bulge. Right? I'll look, uh, are you looking Bulge? I'll look in Bigration. I'm sure that they're pretty cheap to upgrade. I mean, they are, they're more expensive to start with because of skill 3 plus. Right, 21 centimeter Nebel. Well, they're worth. 9 points. So, <laughs> 21 centimeter Nebel worthers. <coughs> so, you upgrade your 15 centimeter battery for yep. a point a gun. Yeah, it's the same for the it's the same for the thirty centimeters as a pointer gun. So you go range seventy two salvo with a three up firepower. Yeah, the thirties are salvo fifty six eighty three firepower two plus, so they're better. Yep, and they only fire three times. Uh, you lose smoke from a normal neb and a fifteen centimeter neb with battery. Why are these ten points? Nine three for nine points. Yes, it's 12 points, not 18 points. Well, so no one's going to take these then. Excellent. Moving on. No. <laughs> no, well done, that and speaking of cars that no one's going to take, Red Banner Colour Party. Yeah, it's five points. If you end the game with a banner team in front of the objective, you get one extra victory point, and your opponent loses one victory point, which seems a hell of a thing to engineer. And if you lose, you basically lose one extra victory point, and your opponent gains one additional victory point. Yeah. So you yeah, lose for so, any reason. Yeah. One small upside is it always counts a larger unit for number of hits required to be pinned. Okay. And it has Which... a save? No, no, it's nope. no save. It's just it's, it's only soft benefit. It's, it's um basically always counts a large unit. I'm trying to... does, does it not jump? No. It's the unit leader. Oh, it's the unit leader, yeah. So unit leader. Yeah. So basically, yeah, you've got to kill the whole platoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the the thing that annoys me about this is that the the victory points matter in anything but a competitive game. You either win or you lose, right? Correct. So this 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 only engineered for a tournament play experience. Yeah. And it's five points. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's five points. Right. Okay. Yeah, I disagree with what your initial assessment was. I can't see anyone taking it. <laughs> it's just, it's just pointless. You, you, you're, you've got to. So you have to to get the bonus. You have to hold the objective with that that unit oh, leader. Oh boys! So yeah, you could nine one nine zero someone. Okay. We're about to etc this stuff. Go on then. Prepared to be uninspired. Oh my god. Okay, right. So the wording of the card. If you take and hold an objective and win the game with the red banner colour party unit leader within four inches of that objective, you gain one additional victory point and your opponent loses one additional victory point, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Holding objectives. You are holding an objective if you start your turn with the tank infantry gun team within four inches of an objective and end it with no opposing tank infantry or gun teams within four inches of that objective. Objectives cannot be held by tank teams that are bowed out, aircraft, transport, independence teams, nor can these teams prevent an objective. If you move it dash, you can't prevent an objective, right? Okay, excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, nowhere does it say that the objective you capture and take and hold has to be the one that wins you the game. No. 
So I stick my red banner team on an objective in my deployment area. Well, I'm yep. capturing and holding that objective. I've met the criteria there. I've killed you. If you've taken hold an objective, yeah, keep reading it. Game. An objective, yeah, and win the game with the red banner within four inches of that objective. Doesn't say I have objective. to win the game by capturing that objective. It's well, it's well, and it's win implied. the game with the red banner within four inches of that objective. Yep, but I'm taking holding. Taking hold. So I'm taking holding the one in my terrain in my Eddie, Eddie. area. Eddie. I've killed Eddie. you with a company break, and I've therefore won the game. I have my red banner leader within four inches of my objective that he is holding. Quite no, no, no. My half. No, it says that objective, right? Yes, but it doesn't specify you have to win the game by capturing that objective. It just says, mm. take and hold an objective. Okay, so, Eddie, the... I'll give you eight inches. <laughs> I think the inference there is strongly that that is, the, that is exactly what you're supposed I'm to say. The inference is, but... That's yeah. why I said it's ETC. It's how it's written, not what the inference mm-hmm. There is no... The inference well, is, yes... You have to win the No, game no, because your clause doesn't work then, does it? No, it does. As a sentence? No, it doesn't. It does. Right, so what's that objective? Right, so there is an objective in my deployment area. The holding objectives rule yes, yeah. does not state anything about it being, you know, it has to be the opponent's objective. But it's not a subclause, there's no comma. So if no, you're reading action. it like there's a Take comma. Take and hold an objective. Okay. Yes. Comma and win the game. But it doesn't say comma and win the game. It says and win the game. It doesn't say and win the game by holding that objective. But no, no I, go, I agree with Duncan. There's no comma to make for uh, two, two, two separate um, parameters. It's you hold you win, win the game by taking and holding the objective. Yeah. <coughs> That's, and is doing a lot of lifting in that sentence. It is. I know it's... It, I'm, but okay. oh, well, to be fair, you won't go to TTC, so have fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's mid-war this year, so it doesn't matter. Right, my tax is not getting any later. Let's move. All right, yeah, move on. Sorry, boy. Yep. That's all right. Uh, so, Dimitri Loser. Uh, loser? Loser? I don't know. Um, basically, you can take a unit leader card for a Sherman unit, and you come spearhead, and you get a halt rate of fire. Oh, sorry, use its halt rate of fire if it moves less than six inches in the step. So it's like he's got um, e- uh, easy ride. Yeah, basically, yeah. But uh, slightly better because it moves less than six inches. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's six rather than four. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's an easy eight with spearhead for five points extra. That's a, that's a better uh, five points than the red banner card, that's for sure. But Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, in, in, the, in, the, in the steaming hall of uh, turd flames, uh, that is slightly above the previous card. I would agree. Right. But would you take him or for four points, so one point less, take Pavel Voronin, who um, again applies as a, as a unit leader for a Sherman unit, can re-roll failed skill or tactics test to make a blitz movement order, and the unit leader may re-roll all fail rolls to hit each time he shoots his 76mm gun. Yeah, I'm probably taking that one because he's going to fire twice because he's blitzing all over the place. But are you taking the 76mm Sherman at a point? If so, why? Why are you taking the 76? It's like, the other guy, this goes on 85, which is far more useful. It's like... Eight. No, it's a Sherman though, isn't it? 76 No, so the first the... card, any M4 Sherman late, so 85, they're um, 76, or yeah. M4 Sherman 76mm unit. Oh, sorry. No, yeah. I see what you're saying. It's not a 75, it's a 76. Yeah, ignore me. Uh, 
I'm thinking they T-34s, that's why. That's, that's all right. And I was going to say, this is also on a unit, so you can, if the unit leader dies, you've got a chance of jumping him into another tank and continue on slamming people with your... Yeah, it's, um, like saying normally, I was, I was thinking 85 millimeters being the bigger gun, but of course on Shums, it's 75 and 76. So I'm just getting right. tired. Um, I, I feel like the 4.0 is a lot more useful than the 5 points on the other guy. Uh, it is, yeah. I mean, I could take that and I mean, take um, a, a you know, spearhead off a BA-64 unit or something. Yeah, spearhead is, is somewhat uh, over-exaggerated, I think, in, in terms of mm-hmm. uh, its uh, importance. Okay, uh, Vladimir Gopold. So I is two lates. Usually this tank passes remounts to two plus. Usually may reroll all fair rolls to hit each time he shoots his one two two mimic gun for six points. Well, you never fire one two two, so that's no much point. It just means you get to reroll every time you fire because you're going to miss because it's slow firing and you only get one shot a turn. So he's going to shoot a maximum of six times. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Six points. Wow. Wow. Oh, <laughs> hold on. Speaking of points. Next guy. So he's right. It's... Next guy. Yeah. Zarif Almukambabov. Um, again, here are IS2s. Reroll failed to hit rolls. each time he shoots one, two, two. And does not suffer the plus one to hit penalty for slow firing. So firing this gun's actually viable, but seven points to do it. And it's a unit leader, right? In a yeah. company. Yeah. Wow. Does that mean you can move and fire without the slow firing penalty? That's exactly what it says, yeah. Does not suffer yeah, the plus so one to penalty for nice. slow firing. But the, the rest of his platoon does. Yeah. Okay. Uh... Now, if that was five points, I might say, yeah, seven points just feels very steep. Well, it also, it's the hero IS2 lates, aren't they? So mm. they're already... Quite pricey, yeah. Like 11 points a tank, I think it is. So three of them plus this card is, is your reserve. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next, please. Well, next up is Pyotr Vazilevsky, um, who is a unit leader for a Red Banner Storm group. Mm, Makes that unit fearless, three plus, which I think it already is. Rally on two plus, counter attack on two plus for four points. I've been eyeing this man. (laughs) (laughs) It's not Tinder. (laughs) I have swiped. I have swiped right. (laughs) Swipe right. (laughs) Yeah, big unit. Throw it in. It's going to keep going to its burger on two plus. The, the storm group also, uh, I mean, they hit on threes anyway, and I think they rally on three, so it essentially bumps them up one on those. It makes them like an those... SS Tiger. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, and, and it's the stats you really want with that unit. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to keep them up and moving, and you want to also make sure they stay in the fight. They've got a lot of um, assaulty stuff. It just makes them that little bit more expensive. They're already expensive anyway. So. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, I'll pair him up with a... Formation HQ of Dmitry Babanov for three points. And that unit leader from this formation is within eight inches and in line of sight of the formation commander, yet passes rally test on two plus. I don't need to do it because obviously that unit is already. <laughs> so, this right, g- so this is pattern. This is pattern for the Soviets. Yes, I guess, yeah. Yeah. Without the re without the re-roll for reserves. Because it's the whole formation. But it's only valid for the Red Banner Rifle Regiment. 
He has to be the Red Banner. Yeah. It's, it's pretty so good. Do you, so do you take one unit for four points that also has two plus counterattack? Or one unit behind you, you got to keep it in line of sight, the formation as well. Which is always... it's, it's the line of sight. It's the the, the, sight and the range, there. yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah I, I think the four points big. for the unit commanders are much better. Bet. I, I think these two, are, yeah. I, th I think they're potentially interchangeable because also the Red Banner rifles are a bit cheaper in the, and you probably want at least one or two of them in the Storm group. Yeah. So it might be that actually... Um, He's useful to keep those guys going. Yeah, because it doesn't pass on to the formation support either, does it? Because it's just I don't formation. think does Patton, does Patton do that? No, he just gives him a reroll, doesn't he? Mm. Or does it? Uh, Can't remember what Patton does now. Anyway, we'll it's three, three points. Is, plus with the reroll. Yeah, I think it's all right for three points. I think it's not unfairly uh, costed. Hmm. That's that's it. That's it. That's your lot. Like I say, it's not the most exciting bunch of command. <clears throat> um, no, but I don't know what we were. You know, at the same time, I don't know what I was expecting. Cause... No, I, I guess there wasn't much that was going to be cool. Let's say had some some IS three card going there or something. But uh, there was. I wonder if the things like the street. I presume they could street barricades and stuff like that are going to be in. Um, German, German. yeah, yeah. Mm. they would be. Seeing as they were being the defensive guys, exactly. Mm -hmm. um, I think we see an indication the Panther turret's going to be in there. So, Ooh, they are going to Panther term. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think we're missing anything because I don't think there was tremendously. You got five of those. I, I got, anyway. I got like at least ten of them. It's called taking your Panther turrets off and put it on the table. No, I've got the little <laughs> resin base. Thank you very much. <laughs> He's going to slip cast. Yes. Turn out some more. Yep. Ah, yeah. I'm not terrible. I mean, you know. Great, not terrible. Only 4.5. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Exactly. <sighs> I, I don't know. I, I found it a bit uninspiring because I know the Soviets are harder to do because the units aren't probably as um, lauded as some of the Western allies. No, correct. To make those, you know, distinctive divisional cards or things like that, but I don't know they, they, if they feel a bit. They also feel really expensive. Some of them feel like really costly. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see it on the table. We'll see how it's the same as the, the Berlin German lists, mm -hmm. and see if they are terrible or if they do work. I, I'm I, red. Red banner storm group. Um, yeah, I'm looking at those. I'm looking at them. As in, sorry, Red Banner Rifles, I think they're probably the standout list for me. With all the bells and whistles as well. Like accoutrement. <laughs> Alright, okay. events. Events. Let's blitz through this. 4th and 5th of March, Winter War 2023. Finnish Flames of War Nationals in Katanal, Sörntenratentan, Helsinki. Uh, Finland website, Facebook book. It's going to be mid-war, 100 points for the dynamic points, 40 players. Contact contact fowevents.finland at gmail.com. Adepticon, Schlahamburg, Illinois. It's 120 miles to Chicago. We've got a full tank of gas. Half pack of cigarettes. It's deck. And we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Um, 
Thursday, March 23rd is Midwar, 100 points, dynamic. And then Friday and Saturday, it's Team Yankee, 115 points, Adepticon. Salute War Game Show, 22nd of April at the XL Centre in London. April 29th and 30th is Bun in Grad, Battlefield Hobbies, 101 points, Midwar Dynamic. 101 points because it gets you an extra minefield and makes your reserves mm. 41 points, which is really annoying. Um, but I digress. May 14th, Canadian Tabletop Championship, Team Wayne, Team, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> Team Yankee, and Flames of War event in Ontario. I think Team Yankee's going to win. <laughs> you bought a six pounder, poof. My IFEs can stop that, let alone my tanks. There's more I nearly called it. <laughs> team, team W word. Um, <laughs> stop myself in the last minute. Uh, May 21st, Gameology, Pasadena, Midwar, USA, 95 point tournament. The 4th, 5th, and 6th of August, ETC Midwar. Uh, 23rd and 24th of September is the Flames of War Nationals at Battlefield Hobbies in Daventry. Um, currently mid-war, breaking news, may change to the late war. We will see. Um, it's mid-war at the moment. Watch this space. 11th and 12th of November is Warfare Reading at Farnborough, which is going to be late war again to make it different from all this ETC nonsense. We don't know how many points yet, do we? Don't know how many points yet. The tickets aren't available yet. End of April is when they normally go up, and that's when they normally announce what the points limits and formation stuff will be. <sighs> shall we shoot? Shall I like get some sleep? Um, yes. like all twenty minutes of it. Right. So, what are we going to be? Are we going to be? Was it? We can re-roll up. We can re-roll our blitz with their with their um seventy-five. <laughs> was it seventy-five millimeter Sherman? Wasn't it? I think we should yeah, be trained. Yes, and we should just make our own luck and be a four plus and pass. There you are. Yeah, I'll go that. There we go. Right, we're fast. Nice. The Armoured Train Regular Podcast you've been listening to is Shoot Scoot. The Flames of War Podcast and the team at Break to Assault at Cody UK is really by support from Battle Hobbies, Dice of War, Frontline Terrain, and Mark didn't really ring Core Ivory. It was all a fix because he was running it. <laughs> I just feel a bit sorry for Darren who's going to have all his stats on the shoot and scoot all thrown off now because he just used a card <laughs> Jeez, come on, Carl. Do I this as a win do I not count it at all what's going we on passed. we passed I'm just saying you, you have to use the asterisk yes it's good uh, you have to use the asterisk <laughs>